The following is a Dallin Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio. Coverage of Dallin Catholic High School basketball is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, the Catholic Tuition Organization, Instruction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, Mercy One, and Tamiya and Sons. Thank you for supporting Dallin Catholic basketball on Iowa Catholic Radio. 11.50 a.m., 88.5 f.m., 94.5 f.m., streaming at iowacatholicradio.com and on the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Good evening and welcome to the Dowling Catholic High School Gymnasium alongside Mike Swain. I'm Mark Amadale as we get set for the final regular season game of the high school basketball season before the postseason begins. And it's Dowling and Southeast Polk. It is boys basketball tonight. It is a 21st game, Mike Swain, and here we are. Hard to believe we've come through a full season. A full season, and we're going to end with a 6:15 start, which is absolutely fantastic. <laughs> I wish we could do this every night. I'm always concerned every time we have the later starts, concerned about you and Devaney and the rest of you <laughs> getting home and making sure you get home straight home and uh, not not deviate from that. But uh, we're going to do that tonight just on, on your behalf. How's that? That sounds great. <laughs> yeah, 6:15 start, the uh, Dowling freshman, and I believe the Dowling sophomores both won tonight, so they concluded their season. Dowling freshman and Coach O'Hare Finished with a record of 11 and 9, and uh, Coach uh, Kenius, Pat Kenius, and the Dowling ball, sophomore boys undefeated 20 and 0 this year. So congratulations to them, and uh, now they're all ready for uh, next season, right? Because they played their final game in high school uh, for their freshman and sophomore years, and now they get a, get ready for next year and move them on to the varsity coaches. And that's what you were part of. We had your dad on the other day. The other day, you remember how that works? I do. That was a lot of fun, and it used to be that you would, you know, AAU would start in the spring that's and right. that's no longer really the case i mean th- this tournament teams go all year and uh it's just it's amazing how it's changed but uh congratulations to both the both of those coaches and the freshman and sophomore teams obviously absolutely well tonight's dowling and southeast polk uh these two teams hooked up twice within a matter of a couple weeks last season uh they had the regular season ending uh at southeast polk and it was a boys only contest and then they met in the sub-state final because Southeast Polk at the time upset the Valley Tigers and the, the Rams came in with a record of 8-14 and 14, uh, in their semifinal uh, boys sub-state matchup with, with Valley and they defeated Valley and thus met Dowling at the Johnston Gym and the Maroons went on to the state tournament with the win. So twice last year and once this year, they're both in different sub-states. We know that for a fact this year, Mike. Yeah, it was a huge surprise last year, Southeast Polk pulling that upset and then you know, for about three quarters, they gave Dowling a pretty good game. It was uh, it was tight, and then Dowling pulled away in that fourth quarter, and obviously a great moment to clinch the state tournament berth. And I remember the players on the on the court with the fans and uh, their parents. It's it's unbelievable. So uh, that's obviously what Dowling's goal is again, Mark, to to try and get this game roll into sub-state play. And then try and get uh, find a way to get down to Wells Fargo uh, to culminate in the end of the season here. Well, Dowling has won six in a row. They're uh, uh, they've been on a roll with uh, wins over Dubuque Hempstead, which was ranked tenth at the time, Mesa City, Urbandale, and then three road wins in the last uh, week to ten days at North, at Ames, and at Lincoln. And then tonight at home here at the Dowling Gym, taking on Southeast Polk. The Rams a little bit different story. They've lost four in a row and five of their last seven. But they went 7-3 and three in the uh, Iowa Conference of the CIML, and that's where they're going to have to play Waukee and Valley, two ranked teams. they got to play them twice a year. 
and uh, they've done pretty well. They've won three out of four against those uh, big dogs. They actually beat Valley at one time this year, but then got drilled by them a few, uh, last week. Yeah, I saw that the Valley scores just jump out at you. They end up winning a, a tight one with Valley and then got blown out. I mean, it's like 60 to 23 mm-hmm. the second time. So this is a, it, it, from their record, Mark, it looks like a sort of a Jekyll and Hyde team. You really don't know what you're going to get with this, this squad. Uh, but clearly, you know, led by James Glenn, who is averaging about 12 points a game, and he's got over 103 uh, three-point attempts on the year. So likes to shoot it from, from the outside. He was a starter for last year's team. That's right. His, his brother obviously led them in scoring, was a senior, mm-hmm. and really the driving force behind the success that Southeast Polk had last year, obviously graduated. So it's uh, it's sort of James Glenn's team now, and we'll see what they can do with the, this Dowling team who's on a roll. Yeah, you refer to his brother Sam Glenn, who we talked about in the substate game last year when Dowling uh, beat Southeast Polk. He averaged 15 and a half points, and led the team with 57 made three so that dynamic duel uh one of them graduated the other a member of that team uh daniel hackbarth uh he was kind of a role player fourth leading scorer on the team he graduated so uh coach don coach alan jenkins in his second year at southeast polk he had to replace two starters and uh done a pretty good job but just getting his system as he told me this is the first year they've had a winning record since bj windhorse uh, left nine years ago. It's hard to believe he's been gone nine years, and this is their first winning season as they come in with a record of 11 and nine to do the Rams. Well, how about the the projects of both Southeast Polk and, and Lincoln? It, it's been about that long mm-hmm. for both of these teams yeah. to have any kind of success, and we we saw that Lincoln team on on Tuesday night, Mark, and what Dowling did to that Lincoln team. Uh, they just they just it was a dominating effort, especially on the defensive end, and they're going to need the same kind of effort tonight. We're going to take a break, come back with more on the pregame show. It's Dowling and Southeast Polk. Boys basketball tonight from the Dowling Gym. Mike Swain, Mark Amadale here, and we want to thank Jeff Pickett, our studio producer. We'll be back with starting lineups when we return here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports 365 is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic with two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling Catholic graduate, and Dr. Todd Pedig. The Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at Ashworth and 60th Street in West Des Moines, 515-440-4610, online at ashworthvision.com. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides the best tax savings over any other charitable giving in the state. 65% of your contribution directly reduces your Iowa income tax liability. Plus, there are still federal deductibility options to further save on taxes. Find details online, ctoiowa.org. All this for the kids and their future. Welcome back to the Dowling Gym. Let's take a look at our starting lineups. We're starting a little bit early tonight. We'll start with Southeast Polk. The Rams are coached by second-year head coach Alan Jenkins. 19 wins, 24 losses uh, here at Southeast Polk. His seventh year overall, 82 wins, 54 losses, as he also coached at uh, Atlantic. That's where his dad was a longtime uh, girls basketball coach there. He's assisted by Brandon Krause, Ryan Henderson, and Sam Edwards. And the Rams will start James Glenn, their leading scorer, uh, he's a 6'1 junior, averaging 12 points, and has made 48 three-pointers on the season. Leads the team. He'll wear number one and play guard. The other guard is Chase Bartlett, a 6'2 junior, averaging 9.5 points. He'll wear number 31, second leading, uh, second on the team in made threes with 37. At one forward, 
will be uh, Tate Goodman. Goodman, a 6'2 junior, averaging three and a half points. He'll wear number 12. And the other forward is Will Jones, a 6'2 junior, averaging eight and a half points, four rebounds, and he will wear number 33. And finally at center, Malachi Williams, a 6'5 junior for Southeast Polk, averaging eight points and leads the team with five and a half rebounds. He'll wear number 23. So, again, the uh, starters for Southeast Polk are James Glenn and Chase Bartlett at guards. The forwards are Will Jones and Tate Goodman and Malachi Williams at the center. The Rams come in with averaging 56 points on offense, give up 53 points on defense. They're 11-9 on the season. They finish 7-3 in the Iowa Conference. For Dowling, the Maroons come in with a record of 14-6. They finish 6-4 in the Central Conference. They've won six in a row. Head coach is Michael Conner in his 14th year, 202 wins, 111 losses, assisted by Nick Wagner, Jimmy Nahas, David Combs, and Pat Hankinius. They'll start at one guard, Michael Keel. 5'10 senior, averaging 3.5 points. He'll wear number 2. The other guard is Matt Stillwell, a 6'2 senior, averaging 11.5 points. He'll wear number 4. At one forward for Dowling, Drew Daniel, 6'6 senior, leads the team in made three-pointers with 38. He'll wear number 32, and he averages 8.5 points and 5.5 and rebounds. The other forward is Omaha Ballou, a 6'7 freshman, averaging 6 points, 3.5 rebounds, has 14 blocks. And the center is Ryan Riggs for Dowling. Riggs, a 6'8 junior, averaging 13.6.5 rebounds. Okay, we'll take a break, come back with the tip-off. But first, our uh, pregame prayer with uh, Father Ryan Andrew and a word from Dr. Dan Ryan, Mark Hamadale, Mike Swain from the Dowling Gym. It's Dowling and Southeast Polk coming up on Iowa Catholic Radio. Hi, this is Dr. Dan Ryan, president of Dowling Catholic High School, and welcome to another season of exciting Dowling High School basketball. We are proud to be partners with Iowa Catholic Radio, not only broadcasting basketball, but also being partners in preparing Christ-centered leaders for life. Go Maroons! Hello, my name is Father Ryan Andrew, and I'm the chaplain at Dowling Catholic High School. Let us pray for the coaches, players, and trainers tonight for this athletic competition. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for all your gifts. We ask you to bless all those involved in this athletic competition tonight. We ask that you keep them safe, and that they all show good sportsmanship. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. All holy men and women, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The home and away voice of Dallin Catholic Sports and Activities, Iowa Catholic Radio. KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. Mike Swain, I'm Mark Amadale as we get set for boys basketball, our final regular season game of the uh, season. We'll start tournament play next week. and actually starts on Saturday. Dowling girls taking on Des Moines Lincoln in the first round of the girls' regionals. It'll be the semifinal round game. Uh, that'll be Saturday evening. 5 o'clock will tip off. We'll be on there at 445. Steve Deveni will join me for that. Look where they got Deveni at tonight. Official score. He's in the stripes. Kevin Otte couldn't make it here tonight. He had a conflict, so they move in the other uh, guy that knows the numbers. Those financial planner type guys, and Davini does it. Uh, he's he's done that for a, a while. He's he's accustomed to that <laughs> spot, so he's going to do a great job. Yes, he is. And uh, 
Jason Back, our lead official tonight, will set the tip it off. It's Riggs going up against Malachi Williams and Dowling wins the tip. Randy Rindle and uh, Mark Jansen are our other two officials along with Jason Back. Welcome to them. Dowling works underneath. And they get it inside to Riggs. It goes right around Malachi Williams for the score. Two to nothing Maroons. That's exactly how they opened against Lincoln. That's a great entry pass by Omaha Ballou and Ryan Riggs did a great job of getting Malachi on his back. Two to nothing Dowling. Yeah, Southeast Polk in their road black uniforms. Now a backdoor cut and a layup up and good. Nice job that time by Southeast Polk and that basket was uh, Will he, Jones on that Jones cut, on Mark. the backdoor cut. So we're tied at two as he beat uh, Stillwell uh, to the basketball. Dowling with it in their home white uniforms. Entry pass by Ballou. It's kickball. Be Dowling basketball underneath their own basket as we're tied at two. Well, clearly the game plan is look inside first. Again, trying to go into Ryan Riggs, which is what they should be doing. All right, Michael Keel will inbound it for Dowling. Gets it to Omaha Ballou. Southeast Polk, man-to-man to start the ball game on their uh, defensive end. Here is Stillwell now in the corner to Ballou. Back to Stillwell. He's double-teamed on the block. In the corner it goes to Keel for three. It's in and out no good. Rebound Riggs, and he puts a power move up. It's shot no good. Follow-up shot by Daniel no good, and they slap it out of bounds. It'll be Southeast Polk basketball, and Maroon's got a couple looks there. Yeah, good effort that time by Drew Daniel, and a couple tips that time. Uh, Ryan Riggs with a good offensive board, so... Good things early for Dowling in their offense. Reminder, Dowling made three-point baskets, sponsored in part by our good friends at Tumia and Sons, 1501 Southeast 1st Street. Don't forget a call for takeout. It's early enough tonight. Uh, 515-282-7976, Tumia and Sons on Des Moines South Side. You can also order online at TumiaandSons.net. Dowling spoke with the basketball. Chase Bartlett with it. Now leaves the top of the key for Tate Goodman. Inside it goes. Will Jones attacks the basket. And he draws the foul. The foul will be on Dowling. That will be on Michael Keel, his first. And that was something we talked about the other night. Lincoln could not get anything to the basket uh, by attacking the rim. And tonight we're seeing Southeast Polk starting to do that. Yeah, Dowling had great hands against Lincoln. That time they got caught with the reach. I think it's interesting, Mark. Omaha Ballou starts out on James Glenn, their best player. So Omaha now clearly establishes Dowling's number one defender. Three-pointer by Bartlett, no good for Southeast Polk. Dowling the other way, and here is Omaha Ballou, a corner three up and good. A Tamiya and Sons three-pointer by Omaha, and Dowling with a 5-2 to lead right now over Southeast Polk. It's fun to watch. Every game, he just gets more confident, Mark. Well, he found his jerseys. wearing 40 tonight. He's been wearing 52, and uh, <laughs> I said, did I miss something, Coach? And he says, no, we've had a lost jersey. It got found. That's so, good. And uh, I'll, just, I'll just leave it at that. Here's a three-pointer, no good by James Glenn, and the ball goes out of bounds. They say it was slapped out of bounds by Southeast Polk. It'll be Dowling basketball. They go right to left towards the south basket here at the Dowling Gym. Maroons are all white home uniforms with maroon numbers and letters. And parent-teacher conferences going on here at Dowling. So the parking lot a little full tonight, which it should be. Dowling with the basketball. The Rams in their road black uniforms with gold numbers and letters. And they're really spreading the court here against the uh, Southeast Polk. Maroon's got four out, one in with Riggs in the left block. And now here's Stillwell. Dribble drives inside. Leads it for Keel. Corner three from the left side. Good. Michael missed the first one. Got the second one there. Another to me in Science Reporter there, Mike Swain. Well, how about Dowling being very patient and then Matt Stillwell getting into the paint, drawing the defense in, and then kicking it out to Michael Keel and credit Keel for knocking that shot down. Dowling by six. It's eight to two Maroons. Southeast Polk with the basketball. They work on the baseline. A shot up and good. The basket will count. Foul on Stillwell. That's been a difficult matchup. Will Jones got underneath and picked up his fourth point. Well, Stillwell a little upset. They set a baseline screen that time for Will Jones, and Matt got caught. He was wide open on that baseline, and uh, 
And this probably is going to be a lane violation here on if he misses, Mark. Omaha Baloo came in late there. And the first, well, this will be an and one for Jones. And the free throw is no good. Nope, they didn't Boy, blow the surprised. whistle. They did not blow that. That's Omaha came in late, but <laughs> nevertheless. Will misses the opportunity for a traditional three-point play. It's 8-4, to four, Dowling with the lead. And Will Jones, the uh, 6'2 junior, has both baskets for Southeast Polk. Now a little high-low underneath. Riggs with reverse layup. It's no good. Well defended by Chase Bartlett. Rebound Southeast Polk. Rams down court. Here's Goodman with it. Leaves it for Glenn. Glenn in the lane. Kicks it out in the corner. Here's Bartlett for three. It's good. Chase Bartlett with a corner three from the left side. His 38th of the year. And somebody other than Will Jones scoring for Southeast Polk, and it's 8-7 Dowling. Well, Southeast Polk shooting about 38% on the year, Mark, so they can hit it from downtown. Rams with the basketball. Or rather, Dowling with the basketball. Rams on defense, and now we got a whistle and a... A and foul call a, yeah, I think before the, Southeast, the travel. Southeast Polk fans thought that was a travel, Mark, but uh, there's going to be a push, and so Dowling will inbound the ball underneath their basket. And substitution, Mayute Jock, 6'7", senior, transferred from your former school, Des Moines Lincoln. He is wearing number 44 into the lineup for Southeast Polk. And Dowling with uh, Drew Daniel and Michael Keel and Omaha Blue all sitting down. So the Maroons now with Andrew Lynch in there. They inbound it to... Riggs, and his shot, right elbow, is good on that inbounds play. That's way too easy. I Just a missed assignment there. Ryan Riggs wide open, and he knocks it down. So it is 10-7 Dowling. Southeast Polk with the basketball. Here's Goodman in the lane. His shot no good, but he leaves it. Actually, nice pass to Jock, but foul called on Dowling again. This one will be on the Maroons. Ryan Riggs, his first. Uh, much different than you mentioned it, Mark, than that Lincoln game as D- Southeast Polk is putting the ball on the floor and attacking. And that time they created that opportunity by driving and then the dump down to the block. Free throws coming for Mayute Jock, and the 6'7 senior misses the first. He's just 12 of 33 from the year at the free throw line. Second one up and good. So he makes one. The Rams now one of three at the line tonight, and it's 10 7 Dowling. Joe Strock on the lineup for Dowling, along with Andrew Lynch. They came in for that last dead ball, as did Matt Riedel. So Maroon's going with their rotation. Here's Lynch with it, right side to uh, Stillwell. Top of the key, gets in the corner to Strocko for three. It's up and misses the uh, grazes off the rim. Left it short and rebound to Southeast Polk there, Mike. Southeast Polk doing a great job with Matt Stillwell. They've got three guys around him as he tries to drive, and it's really taking him away from his game. All right, Glenn dribble drives in the lane, and he drew the foul. Let's see who they call that on. It'll be on Matt Riedel, his first, and team foul number four on Dowling. The Rams with one foul. We have three and a half minutes remaining. First quarter, Dowling 10, Southeast Polk 8, and this boys-only contest on Thursday night. The only game in town, so to speak. Everybody else will play tomorrow night, and we'll go through that schedule here when we get a chance. Now a three, up and good by James Glenn, a young man he can't let loose, and Glenn with his team-leading 49-3 for Southeast Polk. And he gives the Rams a one-point lead. 11-10, Southeast Polk. Corner three, no good by Stillwell. Rebound out to Southeast Polk. And that's Will Jones with it. Well, because Southeast Polk has been effective offensively, Dowling has not been able to get out and run in transition. Now, good help defense that time by Strocco as uh, Jock had the basketball. Now, steal. Jock tried to get the pass to Jock, and Joe stole it right on the right baseline. Runes in transition. Lynch travels. So both teams... Turn the ball over and come up empty with possessions. Yeah, that time Dowling an opportunity to run, but they wasted. 
And Galleon has had a tough time, Mark, keeping Southeast Polk in front of him. I'm surprised at how easy these guys are getting around Dowling defenders when they put the ball on the floor. Again, this is the only game in town, Southeast Polk at Dowling tonight, a special Thursday edition of high school boys basketball. Now Southeast Polk on a flex cut and a layup good. Nice job that time as they found Tate Goodman on the Mark, cut. Mark, that's the third time the Dowling has got beat on that cut. I don't know, they're, they're just not communicating. They've got to be able to hedge on that, and they're not doing it. It's 13-10, to 10, Southeast Polk by three. Dowling with the ball. Here's Riedel with it. Skip pass in the corner to Riggs. He'll launch a three from the right corner. Hits the side of the backboard. No good. And the rebound out to the Rams. They're in transition. Here's Bartlett for three, and it's good. Now we got a whistle and a foul call. They're going to count the basket. So Bartlett's three is good. That's his second three of the night. And they're going to call a whistle and a foul on Tate Goodman, and that'll be his first foul. And we got a timeout on the floor. This will be a 30-second timeout. We'll keep it here. It's 16-10. to 10. Southeast Polk leads Dowling here in this boys' contest. We want to welcome to the broadcast our sponsors and supporters. They include Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, and Kemen. Mark Amadale alongside Mike Swayman. And the Rams are taking it to him. Southeast Polk coming in, losing four in a row and five of their last seven now. They really are. They're doing great things offensively. They're moving the ball. They're attacking, in, getting inside the paint. And then when guys are getting opportunities to step out and hit the three, they're taking advantage of it. And I think Coach O'Connor had seen enough of this sort of lackluster defensive effort and wanted a timeout. The Rams are using something that we like to use, the flex cut. And I see a lot of teams use it maybe on, on uh, out-of-bounds plays, Mike, but they're running a couple, a type of a flex cut. And yeah, it's, uh, keep an eye on that. I know well, you, we haven't seen it. Mark, I, at least I haven't seen it to this point this year, so I don't know if this is the first time that Dowling's seen it. But Fontana I, runs it out-of-bounds out plays for Centennial. Yeah, it, it's – it's not tough if you if you play good team defense to cover that. And, and so far, Dowling not helping each other out on that cut. Allen Jenkins' team at Southeast Polk doing a great job with that. Stillwell now with it as Dowling inbounds the ball out of the timeout. His shot up no good. He left it short. Yeah, that was a good contested defensive play that time. And Stillwell unable to find. It hasn't scored, Mark. Rebound out to Southeast Polk. Rams lead by six with just under two minutes remaining. First quarter here on this Thursday night of high school Boys basketball, of course, the state wrestling tournament in town. We'll talk more about that a little bit at halftime. They run another back cut and a layup good by Will Jones, and he's just milking that for all it's worth. He's got six points to lead the Rams. Well, Dowling's going to have to adjust how they're playing. Overplaying a little too much and getting caught back door and on those cuts. 18-10, to 10, Southeast Polk with an eight-point lead over Dowling. Maroons coming in, winning six in a row. Southeast Polk coming in, losing four in a row. But it's been the Rams thus far. Here's Stillwell with it. He tried to look for Riggs on a high-low, and he had the ball stripped away. Great job by Bartlett with the steal. Gets it to James Glenn, and now the Rams in the front court. Here's Glenn with it. Gets it out to Tate Goodman. Made a little three-man weave. Goodman gets it to Jones. Now in the corner it goes. To Goodman. Goodman dribbles in the lane. Maybe one extra dribble. The ball poked away by Strocko into the hands of Drew Daniel. Turnover by Southeast Polk. Now here's Strocko down the lane. To Stillwell. Corner three up. No good. Left it too strong. And rebound Rams and Chase Bartlett. Well, other than about one or two possessions, Mark, Southeast Polk has done a great job on the boards. Uh, not letting Dowling get second and third opportunities. And that time Dowling settling for, you know, the last couple possessions, a couple threes. 
Uh, that's where they get themselves in trouble. 30 seconds remaining in the first quarter. Rams may hold for the last shot. Possession arrow favors Southeast Polk, and Dowling apparently is going to concede it. And when the Maroons are getting open looks, they're missing a lot of shots yeah. here tonight after uh, shooting very well at the Roundhouse on Tuesday in the win over Lincoln. All right, 10 seconds remaining. Rams have it. Here's Glenn. Pass goes right side to Goodman. Top of the key to Bartlett for three. It's off the back iron. No good. Rebound Stillwell with three seconds. Stillwell launches a half-court shot. It's up and no good. And we've come to the end of the first quarter with the score. Southeast Polk, 18. Dowling Catholic, 10, along with Mike Swain, Mark Emmerdale. Jeff Pickett is our studio producer. And we'll be back after this timeout and the start of the second quarter here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up. Heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals. Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, Dr. Christine Mulcahy, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym alongside Mike Swain, Mark Amadale, as we're underway here in the second quarter. Southeast Polk with the lead, 18-10 to 10 over Dowling in this boys' CIML non-division game here at the Dowling Gym tonight. And now Rams throw it away as Chase Bartlett's pass intercepted by Michael Keel. Another steal for Michael. Let's see what Dowling can do on, on the offensive end. Rams stay in their man-to-man here, Mike. Yeah, Dowling needs to capitalize. A couple times they've gotten steals and good rebounds, but not able to do anything offensively. Keo and uh, Ballou and Daniel back in the lineup. Riggs and Stillwell have not left the lineup tonight. Now here's Drew Daniel, top of the key. Three-pointer no good. Rebound Riggs. Underneath he goes. His shot up and no good, and he drew the foul. Foul on Southeast Polk, and I believe it should be a shooting foul. And they're going to shoot two as the foul is on Will Jones, and that'll be his second. So decision there for head coach Alan Jenkins, his second year at Southeast Polk, see if he leaves Jones in the lineup. Well, that was a great rebound by Riggs. And then to be able to gather himself, Mark, and then go up strong to draw that contact, just a good play. Rams outscore Dowling 18-10 to 10 at the end of the first quarter as uh, Tate Goodman now returns to the Southeast Polk lineup. He replaces uh, Will Jones, who's out with two fouls. Let's see how this changes. As the Maroons were, did not attempt a free throw in the first quarter, and Riggs makes them both here, so Dowling two for two at the line. Dowling going to go to a little press, see if they can force Southeast Polk into a turnover here. Yeah, the Rams were one of three at the free throw line in the first quarter after scoring 18 points against the Maroons. 18 to 12, the Ram lead is six. And Southeast Polk gets the... Ball across the timeline, and Dowling staying in that 3-2 zone with Baloo in the top of the Kia. How about that for a 6-8 kid, uh, the top of the 3-2 zone? Well, oh. We've got to identify shooters, and that's one of them. <laughs> you can't let James Glenn shoot it. He's made his second three-pointer of the night, his 50th of the year, and he's got six points 
and it's 21-12. Southeast Polk by nine, their largest lead of the night. Now the Maroons come down court, and a whistle and a foul on Southeast Polk. That'll be on James Glenn, his first foul. So that'll be team foul number three. Check that, number four on Southeast Polk. It's always tough, Mark, when you're in a, a zone for high school kids and they start playing areas, but you, you, you lose track of who's the shooter on the outside. That's exactly what happened that last time with Glenn. Because in a zone, the shooter's always rotating to your area. Dowling with the ball. Here's Keel on the baseline. Tried to leave it for Riggs, and it's not stolen away. Just a bad pass by Keel. Tried to get it to Riggs for a dish underneath, and now the Rams have it. They get it across timeline. Another three-pointer up and good. This Dominic. Caggiano with the three-pointer, and he just came in off the off the bench. That's his ninth three of the year, and it's 24-12. Southeast Pope has doubled the score on Dowling, and a timeout on the floor will keep it here. Well, Mark, he's shooting 28% on the year from three, but when you're wide open, I mean, you got to get somebody out with a hand up, and, you know, people can hit threes when you're wide open, and that's exactly what happened there. So had a chance to talk to Coach Jenkins, Mike, earlier before the game, and he said, you know, we've had some tough losses. They led Johnston uh, at home and ended up losing by uh, five at home. But they had the lead in the last minute and let that fall through. And then I think before that, uh, they were leading Waukee at Waukee and ended up losing at Waukee by one point. And then they lost back-to-back games with Waukee and Johnston. And then they got blown out by Valley by 37 after beating Valley by nine earlier in the year and then lost at Indianola last Tuesday night, 82-53, got blown out at Indianola by uh, 29. So this is a team that's been hot and cold tonight. Yeah. They're starting out very well. They well. Are, and they're not intimidated, Mark. I mean, obviously, you mentioned some of those opponents, Valley, Waukee, both oh, in the yeah. top ten. So they, they've played good teams, and boy, they are, they're playing with a lot of confidence right now. Southeast Polk will meet, the, will meet, South, will meet Roosevelt this coming Monday night in the first round of the boys' sub-states. And that will be at 7 o'clock at the Ram Gym. That was a one-point game earlier. Now, Dowling out of the timeout. And a reverse layup, no good by Riggs. Just rolls off the rim. The, the shots that were falling Tuesday are not falling tonight for Dallas. That was a great play design, and Riggs got the shot, but there were no white shirts going to the board that time, Mark. Six minutes remaining, second quarter. Southeast Polk 24, Dowling 12 here in this boys' non-division CIML game here at the Dowling Gym. Mark Emmerdale, Mike Swain, thanks for joining us. And now a long three, up and good, and he's hot. Chase Bartlett again. That's his third three of the night. He's got nine points to lead Southeast Polk. Uh, Dowling really just no answers right now. Getting beat with the man-to-man defense, getting beat with the zone defense. Now Daniel for three, and it's off the mark, no good. Rune settling for threes and starting to miss, and a rebound out to the Rams as uh, Caggiano got the rebound. Gets in the front court, gives it to Glenn. Dowling needs to be careful here, Mark. They're down 15 with five to go here in the second. And they have got to get a stop. And now a long three coming. No good by Glenn. Rebound Dowling and Michael Keel. Keel leading the break. Down the middle of the lane he goes. Through traffic around a couple players. Kicks it out to Stillwell. Matt in the lane. A shot to the left hand. No good. And a whistle and a foul on Southeast Polk. And two free throws coming for Stillwell. And that foul will be on Malachi Williams. Oh, good job by Stillwell. Recognizing the defense was sort of in transition that time. Put the ball on the floor and attacked. Well, Keel was already down at the right block, and he got caught up, caught up, cut off, and then he bailed out, got the ball out to uh, Stillwell, top of the key, and there was nobody back for Dowling. That could have went south real quick if it wasn't for Matt getting fouled, and he makes the first free throw. That's his first point of the night. Stillwell with one point. 27-13 Southeast Polk. The Rams' largest lead has been 15 here in the first half. Second free throw good. So Stillwell with two points. Substitution. 
as Stillwell will come out and Riedel will check in. Also checking in for Dowling will be Lynch. Andrew Lynch checking in for Ryan Riggs. Full court pressure by the Maroons. Rams read it. They get across the timeline. This is Chase Bartlett with it. Five minutes remaining. It's 27-14. Southeast Polk with the lead over Dowling. Here's Caggiano loses the ball in a timeout called by head coach Alan Jenkins. As this will be a 30-second timeout. We'll keep it here with 4.52 remaining second quarter. Southeast Polk leads 27-14, Mike Swain. That could have been a turnover. A great play by Coach Jenkins there to get the timeout. He saw that Caggiano was in real trouble. But, you know, 13 here, Mark. Five minutes to go. Dowling's just got to put some stops together. Try and get this thing manageable at half. You know, eight, six, something like that. Uh, but it starts on the defensive end. And then all five guys got to go to the boards, Mark. They're Dowling's <laughs> bigger in almost every spot but yet shots are going up and we we see white shirts just standing yeah, a little bit different than we saw tuesday night at the roundhouse against des moines lincoln the defense was there the shots were falling especially at a place like the roundhouse which is not the easiest place to shot to shoot uh, if you're there only once a year but the, the rams have controlled this first half 27 14 southeast polk and now we got a whistle and a holding foul called on lynch away from the basket malachi williams and lynch were hooked up and Andrew's going to pick up the foul, and that'll be his first foul. Lynch, 6'5", junior for Dowling, spelling Ryan Riggs in the paint, and that'll be his first foul, team foul number five on Dowling. The Rams with five fouls. Now here's that uh, flex offense. They run out of the inbounds play. Here's Caggiano in the lane. His shot up, and it's short, and a rebound Riedel. Dowling with it. The other way we go, right to left. In the front court, here's Keel. Michael goes around his defender. Bodies at the floor. we got a blocking foul called on James Glenn and that'll be his second foul uh, one more team foul by Southeast Polk and they're going to put Dowling on the line which of course the Maroons would love to do no decision time for coach uh, Jenkins does he leave Glenn in with two fouls here and then we got four and a half minutes remaining in the half we'll see how that works out he does leave him in Riedel with it down the right side in the lane shot in the right block no good draws the foul so the Maroons are getting something out of possessions and mostly fouls right now out of Southeast Polk. This will be on Chase Bartlett, and that will be his first. And the 17th foul on the Rams. This will be a two-shot foul for Riedel and Dowling. Well, aggressive play by Matt Riedel and able to get fouled, but unable to make that free throw, Mark, take advantage of it. Matt misses the first free throw. You'll get another. Tonight's game on Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by the Catholic Tuition Organization. Two Rivers Glass and Door, Mercy One, and R&R Realty Group. Second free throw is good by Matt. That's his first point. 27-15. The Rams' lead is now 12. Full court pressure by Dowling, and the Rams break it. Southeast Polk now with Goodman, and he leaves it for Bartlett for three. It's short, and a rebound Dowling and Riedel. So it's Riedel, Keel, and Matt all the way down court. It's shot up and in and out and no good. Tip by Omaha Baloo goes through. That How about was very that? close to being on the rim, Mark, and Omaha got that. And officials let it go. You know, he was in the air, and if he would have touched it while he was in the air initially, it would have been offensive goaltending, but he waited and waited, and, of course, who can wait in the air that long? <laughs> Omaha can, and he timed it right. We'll just say that. Uh, that was a nice play, and Dallin's got this thing down to 10. 27-17. Southeast Polk by 10. The Maroons in their 3-2 zone. They're working on the right side as they pass on the perimeter. Here's Glenn with it. On the right side, works the right side, looks inside, doesn't find anybody open. Now gets in the corner to Bartlett. Up top it goes to 
Goodman, and he can't get a shot off. Good defense by the Maroons, and that's kind of picked up Dowling here. The fans starting to get into it. Yeah, nice. The Maroons woke up. So far, so good. Got to be aware of shooters, though. All right, Caggiano had it. On the right side, here's Bartlett for three right wing. It's good. Boy, he is hot. Fourth three of the night by Chase Bartlett. And that is his 41st of the year from three-point range. And it's 30 to 17 Southeast Pope. That's tough. That was about a minute off the clock. Mark Dowling playing really good defense. And then Southeast Pope capitalizing with the three. Now Bartlett's going to get called for the reach-in foul after Riedel lost the basketball. And Chase will get his second. So Jones is already on the bench with two. Bartlett picked up his second. And Glenn has two in Southeast Polk in decision time for head coach Alan Jenkins. And it also sends Dowling to the line. So, Yep, one and one for opportunity. Uh, Yeah, opportunity for easy back- baskets here. Bruins will substitute. Ballou and Lynch check out. Riggs back in for Dowling, and so is Drew Daniel. So it'll be Strocko and Stillwell, the two guards, Riedel, Drew Daniel, and Riggs. The five and the four for Dowling. First free throw good by Riedel. And he'll get another. Tonight's game in Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Kemen, Dental Associates, Construction Professionals, and Ashworth Vision Clinic. Second free throw rolls off the rim. No good. Rebound. Mayute Jock for Southeast Polk. He's back in the lineup. 30-18. to 18. Southeast Polk by 12. Two and a half minutes remaining in the first half. At halftime, we'll have the Dowling principal, Matt Maindring, will join us at halftime. They have parent-teacher conferences going on out here. We'll talk a little bit of academics and we'll talk a little bit about uh, some other things it's underneath jock gets loose and his shot off the glass is good wow, that was well defended by riggs but an even better shot that time Mayute right off the glass set up on the left block and got it to fall now down the lane here's riggs this shot up and it's short went through some contact will jones was right there and riggs almost lost the ball as he was bumped i think riggs when he got bumped thought he was going to get fouled for sure just sort of put it up in the act of shooting but no whistle 32-18, Southeast Polk with the lead. Under two minutes to play, first half. Maroons trail. Now here's Glenn for three. It's up and good. A catch and shoot from the right wing. And Glenn with his ninth point. James Glenn, he and Chase Bartlett between them have knocked down seven threes in this first half. Just on fire. <laughs> the Rams have eight three-point baskets made. Caggiano has the other one. Here's Daniel for three. It's off the mark. No good. Maroons looking for their they already have two blue hit one in the first quarter and so did keel but that's been it nothing here in the second quarter from three-point range for dowling well, and if i'm southeast poke i'm being very patient with this possession here you take some time off the clock get a, a great shot now steal by riggs bad pass that time by Mayute jock straka with the steal and still well misses the layup rebound comes around it slapped out of bounds and it went off they say it went off of Riggs as he was battling in there with uh, Dominic Caggiano. Wow, that was a great pass by Straco and Stillwell inexplicably missed the layup there, Mark. You don't really find him doing that. That was a great break by the Maroons. It was. And a tremendous pass Just by could Straco. Not, couldn't capitalize. The ball rolled off the rim. The Maroons have lost a couple of points. They've left some points that rolled off the rim tonight that are from close range. Rams with it. Goodman. Playing catch with uh, Glenn. Now Glenn attacks the rim, gets over in the corner, and Goodman won't shoot it. 30 well, seconds or 38 seconds, Mike, and well, uh, I think Rams want to play for one, well, maybe. Mark, Dowling can be aggressive. They've got well, a foul to give here, so That's I would true. be really aggressive trying to get a steal here. Even if you foul, you, you, you're still okay. 
25 seconds remaining. Rams hold the ball. Will Jones back in. Playing with two fouls. Gets in the corner to uh, Caggiano. Dominic now dribbling around. Leaves it for Glenn. Glenn to the basket. His shot up and no good. And the rebound almost partially blocked by Riggs. Contact made. Rebound Dowling. Six seconds. Here's Strocco with kick it. it. Strocco with it to Riedel. Now to Stillwell. He'll launch a three and it's short. And we go to halftime with Southeast Polk leading Dowling 35-18 to here at the Dowling Gym tonight in the first half. What a first half by the Rams. Seven made three-pointers. Oh, Coach Jenkins not happy with that last flurry. He thought for sure Riggs fouled Glenn, and there was no call. But what a great half by Southeast Polk. 17-point lead mark and 35 points. Uh, that is rare for this Dowling team, how well they've been playing defense to give that many points up at half. Well, I, I corrected. Eight three-pointers made by uh, Southeast Polk in the first half. As the Rams lead it by the score of 35-18 at halftime, we're going to take a break. We come back. We'll catch up with the Dowling principal, Matt Maynard. We haven't talked to him since the state championship football game, and we'll catch up with Matt. Parent-teacher conference going on. Do you attend your uh, your kids' conferences? I do. I go to I I'd like to meet the teachers, hear the input. And the teachers always say when they meet members of the Swain family, I'm so glad you don't take after your dad and, and what he did on the south side and here at Dowling. I, I bet you hear that a lot, Mike. <laughs> They're good kids. All right. Yes, they are. They take after their mom. All right, we'll take a break. Come back. Halftime score. Southeast Polk leads Dowling 35-18 in this boys' CIML non-conference game. Back to the Dowling gym in one minute here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics, Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you online at mercydesmoines.org. The home and away voice of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities, Iowa Catholic Radio. KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. And welcome back to the Dowling Gym as we're halftime of this boys' non-division CIML basketball game. And it's Southeast Polk leading Dowling 35-18, a special Thursday night edition of high school basketball. Tomorrow night, the rest of the conference, the rest of the boys' teams will play. And then on Saturday, the girls open up tournament play. We're joined by Matt Maindring. Uh, joined us most of the fall. What a season that was, football season, Matt. And now you get to be in your real role as the principal here at Dowling. Yeah. But I grabbed yeah. you, and I, I don't know if I took you away from a parent or a teacher because this parent-teacher conference is going it on is. upstairs here at Dowling. Yeah, we have a lot of a lot of parents in the building over the last couple of days on Tuesday night and all day today. And it's just a great time to get to talk about the most important thing that goes on here and that's the kids and uh you know it's it's fun to see that the parents interact with the teachers and and um, having those conversations about what's going on and what's coming down the road for their child well and hopefully that's all going well and hopefully I don't know how that yours go went real well 
See, you probably I, weren't see, used to that well, from, when, no, from uh, when you were in school is what I mean. Well, uh, my daughter has uh, certainly out, uh, outdone what my, what I've done in, in school. <laughs> she got a great report, and the teacher's like, you're I her don't dad. That. And she's outstanding. What happened? Yeah, I said, well, yeah. you know, she listens to you. Doesn't come home. It's a whole different gal. But that's, that's just me. But, uh, yeah, that's always good, parent-teacher yeah, conferences. And, hopefully, and the parking lot should be full tonight, not only yeah, with yeah. the basketball game going on here, Matt, yeah. but uh, uh, parent-teacher conferences. And, uh, yeah, lots happened. You know, we, we have, have talked a lot to of things since, going on. Last time I talked to you was, uh, what, in the middle of, right before Thanksgiving, right as before we Thanksgiving. always, uh, Unidome and Cedar Falls, last mm-hmm. time I saw you, and then yeah. came back here and hoisted a 7th Street trophy. Can you believe yeah, that? It's My something goodness. else. You know, what a streak. And, uh, you know, it's funny as you go into the off season how the, the state is trying to now juggle things, trying to balance or level the table or whatever. I don't know. You know, it's and, and I had to sit down with Coach Wilson the other day to have him explain this whole thing to me with the how these the season is set up now and, and the how'd, schedule for next fall. How'd that go with Tom? He wasn't, uh, I wouldn't know about the word happy, but uh, he yeah. sees what's going on. They're really yeah. trying to overload. and Yeah, it's just a... Uh, it's a unique format. It's unique, yeah, yeah, unique next year. Yeah, it'll be interesting, you know, and to see where they end up. And, you know, it's all about, I, I understand trying to create some equity for teams sure. and, and things like that and to get some competitive, um, I don't know, the right word isn't balance because you're, you know, it's that's a tough thing. And, and uh, you know, you just want to make it so it's good for kids uh, across the board because it's a great sport. And it's a, so many kids involved in football across the state of Iowa that you want to you want everybody to get that opportunity and have fun playing the game. And that's what it's all about. And uh, you know, no matter who your opponent is, you always want a competitive game. Yep. We didn't have that a whole lot this year. We had maybe four four games maybe during the regular season, yeah. and then things kind of switch, and then we went yep. to the postseason. And I know what they're they're striving for, and then hopefully that'll that'll shake out. But if this is just going to be a one-year deal next year, they're going to redo the whole thing the, the following year. So we don't have a, yeah. uh, the we'll schedule see. we get next year. We may not see those teams. Usually we see yeah. them for two years in a row. We're not going to do that yeah. right now. You know, and it's something as you go in and you take a sport like basketball and you see the, 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 the leveling of it between the boys and even the girls. You know, you take those top 12 teams, top – 14 teams in girls mm-hmm. basketball, anybody can win that thing if they get on a roll. And same thing in boys here. You know, our boys, I've had the opportunity to watch them a lot this year and and uh, to see their improvement. They were playing real well and ran to that streak, and then now they've been on a nice run, and it's all about peaking at the right time of year. It is. And you know this from coaching both football and basketball, Matt, uh, yeah. Dowling boys. Lost their first game of the year that seemed like just days after the state championship yeah. game. They go to Iowa City West, take on the number one team, and leave there with a 15-point loss on the road and then win their next eight straight, yep. then lose their next five, and yeah. now they've won six straight. So it's just been one of those seasons, a typical season, especially in the CIML where you see such competitive basketball as we're seeing here tonight. We've seen here tonight in Southeast Polk shooting the lights out, and we've seen a number of teams come into our gym and do that this year, uh, and uh, they've they're playing well, and it isn't from a lack of a defense either. I mean, their defense is playing well, and, and Southeast Polk is just dropping it in. They are, and uh, they, they lead it here at halftime, 35-18 over Dowling in this uh, boys' special Thursday edition of high school basketball. Final regular season game for both Dowling and Southeast Polk. The Rams will be involved in action in district and sub-state play, rather. On Monday night, Southeast Polk uh, will be hosting Roosevelt at 7 o'clock at the Ram Gym, and Dowling has a bye next week on Monday. They will play the winner of the uh, game on Monday night over in Western Iowa between uh, Lewis Central and Council Bluffs Jefferson. That winner will play here 
a week from tomorrow night against Dowling, so that's how the sub-states shake out. But yeah. tonight, or today, we had state six wrestling going wrestling, on. Yeah. Six wrestlers got excused from classes today. You well, we didn't about have classes that? today. Oh, you didn't have classes. Well, oh, parent-teacher conferences. conferences. So that nice. meant that I could slide down to the uh, well and, and join in the chaos this you were morning. On, you were on call then in case I was somebody on needed backup. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Kyler Karstefan uh, was... 106 pounder for Dowling. He advanced. He won his ma- yeah. match, and he goes on. But he's in a tough bracket, from what uh, Coach Wilson told me. Yeah, Tomorrow, he he's going to face the number one yeah. uh, seated kid. He is, and he wrestled real well this morning. And it was fun to watch him uh, get on top there and and finish it off. And a good match for the young man. And uh, Ethan Mer- Ethan Mahoney, Mahoney. M- Max Deary, Ralston Rumley, and uh, Charlie Nank all went one and one today. Yep. So they they lost their first match, won their second. And then, of course, uh, the eliminated uh, Carson Murray got eliminated today at 132 yeah, pounds, lost both his matches. He had a tough draw, too. And there's a young man who just got his 100th win yeah, last that's week. I've never and, seen that on and, Twitter. And, uh, you know, he just had an outstanding season, good uh, senior leader. Charlie Nank, you know, he was the one today. I mean, he took the kid from Ames, I believe it was Ames, to sudden death in the first match. And, and, and the kid is... You know, wrestling, they got everybody graded out and everything else. Oh, they're seated, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, you know, and, and uh, Charlie was a definite underdog and took him to sudden death, and it was a great match. And then he won in overtime in his second match. And, and uh, Max Derry came back and won with one second on the clock uh, to win his uh, wrestle back. And so it's, it's fun. You know, that's what's fun about state wrestling. You have so many things going on down there at one time and so many passionate fans. That might be an understatement. Oh, they're, they're, that'll be the, the full house of yeah. all the tournaments, basketball included. Yeah. They will, they'll pack it in, they'll especially it tomorrow in. and Saturday night. Yeah. You can't even get a seat. I know it. Let alone a parking spot. It, 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 it's great. It speaks a lot to Iowa and, uh, you know, the, the toughness of the kids. And you see, you know, you saw it in football this fall. You know, Iowa, the Hawkeyes and all their linemen, offensive linemen oh, were, yeah. were wrestlers. And there's such a correlation. And uh, it's such a, a grinding individual sport uh, that it's it takes a lot of fortitude to play that to play that sport. And it sure does, and it helps. That's why you want to see multi-sport athletes. Yes. We see that a lot. Yeah. I know the, the word specialization is out there. It's still out there. Yeah, it's not so it's much unfortunate, and it's not so much the the coach the the, uh, the coaches in the building, no. the high school coaches. Some of that has to do with the club coaches saying, yeah. "No, play this sport only." Yeah. Focus on this sport only, yeah. and you're going to burn a kid out by the it, time they're a senior. The outside influence is going on in high school athletics today. It's it's taking uh, things away from our our game and and in all sports. I mean, it runs across all the spectrums. No sports immune to it, and uh, it creates challenges and, and kids in, in their own right. I mean, they see opportunities and there's you know in, in in their various sports to either get a college scholarship or whatever else, and so. They, you know, buy in and, and, and run down a road of just being in one sport. But, you know, you only get one shot at high school athletics. That's right. You get one shot at it. That's right. And uh, it's best to try to stick your foot in the pond of as many as you can because you don't know which one's going to be good for you. And I always sold it this way. I said, you know, from being a football coach, I wanted my basketball players out there as well because I said, I said to them, you know, because – in basketball, you want that football guy to be out there rebounding the ball. You know, so it's a, it's a give and return thing. It is. Well, Matt, we're running short of time here, and uh, 
Thank you for joining We're us here. We're getting warmed up. We are. Yeah. And you got parent-teacher conferences upstairs. I think there's probably somebody in the athletic department needs bailed out. There's a parent <laughs> talking to a coach, and you might want to get in and sit on that. It's all uh, good. It is. Matt Maynard, thanks right, for joining thanks us. Thanks a lot, Mark. Joining Matt Maynard, the Dowling principal, joining us here at halftime. Halftime score, Southeast Polk 35, Dowling 18 in this boys' contest. Back in the second half in one minute on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports is provided by Two Rivers Glass and Door, creating commercial glass and aluminum storefronts. Also serving your home needs by creating custom frameless shower doors, mirrors, glass tabletops, and specialty glass. Two Rivers Glass and Door, design, fabrication, and installation. 515-222-4860. Online at tworiversglass.com. Two Rivers Glass and Door, serving imaginations since 1992. Thank you to Tumi & Sons for your support of Dowling Catholic High School basketball. Tumi & Sons is an Italian family restaurant with old country authentic Italian food. Enjoy the local atmosphere where you may even spot a priest, politician, or even Willie Farrell. Take advantage of Tumi & Sons bocce ball court with the kids while enjoying Tumi's homemade bread, pasta, and real Italian homemade desserts. Tumi & Sons is located on Southeast 1st Street, just south of downtown Des Moines, and around the corner from Graziano Brothers. 515-282-7976, tumiandsons.net. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym, underway here in the second half. Dowling with the basketball now. We'll catch you up in the first few possessions. A shot by Stillwell, no good. A rebound out to Southeast Polk. No score. It was 35-18 at halftime, and both teams have had the ball twice, and it's still 35-18, Mike. Well, another steal by Keogh, Mark, and then it just right back steal to Southeast Polk. Goodman slides in there and pokes it away and out into the hands of James Glenn. As Rams have it, they go right to left towards the south basket. As Southeast Polk put up some pretty good numbers. They hit eight three-pointers in that first half. And now a baseline shot up and good by Malachi Williams, who battled foul trouble. That is his first basket of the game. And it's 37-18, Southeast Polk in the lane. Pull-up jumper good by Michael Keel with his fifth point. Southeast Polk has been so efficient offensively. Really doing a great job of running the offense. Dowling uh, pressuring after the made basket, and the Rams get it across the timeline, but not before pressure by Dowling. Southeast Pope with the basketball. Chase Bartlett with it. Top of the key goes to James Glenn. Also in there, Tate Goodman. Malachi Williams, who scored, and uh, Will Jones, the starting five in the first half, start the second half for Southeast Polk. And Dowling the same with Stillwell, Keel, and the two guards. Ballou and... Uh, Riggs in the paint, and Drew Daniel the forward, and a whistle and a foul on Keel, and that'll be his second foul, and the first foul of the second half. Yeah, Michael Keel looks like he sort of got the wind knocked out of him there. He's uh, he got hit pretty hard on that driving cut there by Bartlett. Rams inbound the ball underneath their own basket in the lane. Goodman has the ball poked away, and they're going to call a foul on Dowling. Let's see if this is on Keel. If it is, Strocko's going to be in. And it is. So Michael has picked up his third foul. Two of them here within the last 30 seconds, and he'll come out. And That's unfortunate, Mark, because he's already had two steals in this mm-hmm. third quarter. and We haven't even played uh, two minutes. Yeah, one of the best defensive players Dowling has. So Rins are going to have to do it without Kiel for the time being, as the Rams have it. Will Jones kicks it back out to Goodman. He drives baseline, leaves it for Williams. He can't get a shot off. He's going to get called for the travel as he picked up his pivot foot. Our officials are Randy Rindle. Jason back and Mark Jansen and Randy Rindle on the baseline call there. Traveling on Southeast Polk, Dowling basketball here, Mike. And the Maroons it, it struggling. Gonna, yeah, it was going to be three seconds if it wasn't traveling. It was going to be one of those. But well, 
Maroons had one field goal in that second quarter. It was Omaha Blues basket. Everything else was free throws. Six out of eight did Dowling go at the free throw line in that second quarter. Now Baloo, pull-up jumper in the lane, up, good. Nice high-arcing shot by Omaha, and that is his seventh point. And he leads Dowling in scoring right now. It's 37-22, Southeast Polk. I think that's what Dowling has to do every time, Mark. Drive that basket. Now inside, a whistle and a foul. As dribbling down is Glenn, and a whistle and a foul called on Dowling. will be on Straco. Yeah, unfortunate because that was looked like a defensive stop that Dowling had, and now Southeast Polk's going to keep the ball. Rams will inbound the ball, second team or third team foul this uh, half on Dowling, none on Southeast Polk. Rams have it. Here's Bartlett with it. Chase dribbles baseline, guarded by Drew Daniel. Picks up his dribble, now is overplayed. Finally gets it out to Malachi Williams. Rams have it. Southeast Polk, as we mentioned earlier, has lost four in a row coming into this contest. Dowling's won 12 of 13 against Southeast Polk. Maroons come in winning six in a row, but not right now. Long three, up and good again by James Glenn. He is on fire. That is his fourth three of the night, and he has 12 points to lead the Rams. Omaha got caught on the screen that time, Mark, and a wide-open Glenn. Now Baloo for three on the right wing. It's no good. Ball tipped out of bounds, or no, saved by Drew Daniel inside the Stillwell. And bodies on the floor, and they let it go. Yeah, I really thought Stillwell got fouled. So here's Straco with it, crossover dribble on the left side, jump stops, leaves it out for Stillwell. Matt for three, top of the key, it's good! Matt Stillwell with his eighth three of the year. That's a two-million Suns three-pointer. And all of a sudden, the Ram lead is 43-22, and now turnover as Southeast Polk throws it away. Well, that's a good effort there. Now Dallin's got to capitalize, and I think they've got this score wrong here, Mark. Yeah, they're fixing it. It's 40-22. Okay. Yeah. According to my book and now they fix it on the scoreboard 40 to 25 excuse me rams by 15 dowling with the ball on the southeast polk turnover here's daniel he'll launch a three short. top of the key and it's short rebound bartlett and southeast polk i think they i think they had omaha blue mark on that block and they decided to go for the daniel with a three i thought they could have easily went inside to omaha southeast polk with the ball dowling stays man to man with it is james glenn guarded by omaha blue Glenn, a little crossover move, couldn't get open. Gets over to Tate Goodman. Goodman guarded by Straco. Top of the key, it goes to Bartlett. Dribble drives in the lane. Leaves it for Goodman. And now in the middle of the lane, the pass goes to Malachi Williams, and he shoots and scores. That is his fourth point of the quarter. And it's 42-25 Southeast Polk. Three and a half minutes remaining, third quarter. Here's Stillwell with it. Dowling in the front court. Over to Straco, left corner. And out of... Stillwell, his lob pass underneath the rigs, deflected and stolen away by Southeast Polk and Goodman. Another turnover. Wow, and when you're trying to come back from 17, Mark, you cannot have possessions like that. You've got to be able to get the ball inside and attack, and turning the ball over is not going to get it done. You don't have that long window of opportunity of no. miss. It's, it's starting to get thin. Long three, no good by the Rams, and that was uh, Bartlett with the miss from the top of the key. Rebound Dowling. Stillwell in the front court to Straco. Right corner it goes to Drew Daniel. Looks for a cutter. He can't get it to Stillwell. Now they reverse it left side. Straco on the left wing in the corner to Stillwell for three right wing. It's back off the back iron. No good. Tough shooting for the Maroons from three-point range. Rebound. Rams and Southeast Polk now in the front court. Two and a half minutes remaining in the third quarter. 42-25 Rams. Bartlett for three. It's no good. Fight for the rebound. Ball on the floor. Bartlett's there. Straco's there. So is Stillwell. And Riggs. And we've got a held ball. And it'll be Southeast Polk basketball. Yeah, that's, that's just great hustle by Bartlett. And 
Just a poor job by Dowling, not blocking out that time, Mark, on a three-point attempt. Bartlett gets his own rebound on a three-point attempt and ties it up. Malachi Williams checks out, as does Will Jones, checking back into the Southeast Polk line. Mayute Jock, number 44. And also in there is Dominic Caggiano. Now we got a whistle and a foul. They're going to call it on Ballou. So Omaha picks up his first foul. I think that that's just... They call a foul on that, or did they do a, a warning there? They gave, they gave him a foul. Him a foul. Yeah, wow. I, I thought that's what Jason Back mentioned, and it was Omaha was guarding the inbounds pass. Yeah, I, he must. He might have. Well, if he reached over, that's a technical foul. Right, reach over I, the line. I, so. it was, it was, the whole thing was weird. I'm not really <laughs> sure what happened there. All right, here is Glenn for three. It's in and out, no good for Southeast Polk, and an offensive rebound. Caggiano with it. Dominic Caggiano with the rebound. Keeps the possession alive for the Rams. 42-25, Southeast Polk. We approach the two-minute mark here in the third quarter. Matt Riedel set to check in for Dowling on the next dead ball. Rams work underneath, and Jock is, has a ball stolen away by Straco. Joe with the steal, Dowling with the ball. Down court he goes, leaves it for Balloon. He slams it home. Omaha Balloon, the assist to Joe Straco, and a timeout called by Dowling. And this will be a 30-second timeout. We'll keep it here, Mike Swain. A minute 50 remaining in the third quarter, 42-27, Southeast Polk over Dowling. Well, that was a great steal by Straco. And then on the break, knowing his teammate, Omaha Blue, running on the other side and be able to get a great pass to him for the dunk. And Dowling just, they, they need that spark, Mark. And right now, they, they just got it. See if they can capitalize here. You're down 15 with a minute 50 to go. You've got to get this thing under... 10 with about five minutes to go in this game. So uh, it, it seems like Southeast Polk has had an answer every time Dallin has sort of made a run. So this is a critical possession here. Dallin's got to try and get another stop, put some more pressure on Southeast Polk. Our next broadcast will be this Saturday night, two days away, and that'll be the girls' regional semifinal between Dowling and South and Dowling and Des Moines Lincoln. We'll be on the air at 445, tip off at 5. As Dowling and Southeast Dowling and Lincoln, excuse me, this coming Saturday night, and that's the girls' regional semifinal. Dowling boys' next game will be a week from tomorrow, and they'll face the winner in the substate play of Council Bluffs Lewis Central and Council Bluffs Jefferson. Now the timeout, Southeast Polk with the basketball pressure by Dowling, but the Rams get it across. James Glenn with it. At, well, Rams. Not, a little, uh, well, I wouldn't say a delayed offense, but uh, they have their guards out beyond the three-point line. Well, they're, they're not in any hurry to, no, to score. And that's a good move. They're very deliberate. Now in the lane, a shot by Glenn, though. Good ball tipped uh, out of bounds, and they say it did not go off of uh, Jock. It went off of, no, looks like, that, Riggs. That was Riggs, and so that, that's unfortunate. You, again, you, you get a stop, and you can't get the rebound. 42-27, Southeast Polk. Riggs will check out, and Andrew Lynch checking in for the Dowling team who's on defense right now. Rams will inbound underneath their own basket as Glenn gets it inside to Caggiano. The ball tipped away. Caggiano lost it into the hands of Lynch. Here's Ballou down court. Omaha runs right into a Ram player and draws the charge. And Bartlett drew the charge. And Omaha Ballou with the second foul. And a good job that time by Bartlett. Well, that was a great job by Bartlett. I thought Omaha did a pretty good job of trying to sidestep and get you know, without directly charging into him, but referees thought there was enough contact. Well, here's Straco with the steal. His shot no good. Rebound Riedel, and a reverse layup is no good. He drew the foul, and he'll go to the free throw line. So Dowling, another steal on the uh, 
and in the backcourt. And a foul called on the Rams. They're going to give it to Dominic Caggiano. That's his first. First team foul on Southeast Polk here in the second half. Rebuilt the line. He hits the first free throw here, Mike. Wow, that was a big steal by Straco. And how about the minutes that he's provided, Mark, in this third quarter with Michael Keo on the yeah, bench? that was key. Now, he couldn't get the shot to fall, but real here, if he makes this, it's all null and void. Oh, second free throw, no good. Rebound, Ballou. His put back up, no good. Body contact. Ball slapped around and picked off by Southeast Polk. Bartlett down court. His shot is blocked by Daniel, but a foul called, and free throw's coming for Southeast Polk. Tough luck right now for the Maroons. Not going their way tonight. Drew Daniel picks up the foul, and free throw's coming. Wow, Dowling needs some breaks, and that time there was no foul, no foul called when Omaha went up. And then on the other end, Drew Daniel tried to block it, and they called the foul. So things not going your way, Mark, just like you, <laughs> said, you mentioned. Bartlett with the free throw line. That's his first point of the second half. He's got 13 points for the Rams. James Glenn has 12 for Southeast Polk. Six points for Will Jones, who's battled foul trouble. Second free throw is good by Bartlett. Now has 14 points. Four points from Malachi Williams. Jock has three tonight for the Rams. Caggiano has three, and now ball knocked out of bounds. And again, a turnover against Dowling. It'll be Southeast Polk basketball. And Goodman with two points for Dowling. Nine points for Omaha Blue. Six points for Ryan Riggs, who's on the bench right now. The Rams breaking the press, getting the corner to Bartlett. His shot up and no good from the left side. Rebound out to Jock. His put back up and good. The basket will count and the foul on Dowling. I think they're going to get Lynch for the foul. We'll see. And they do. Oh, check that. Riedel picked up the foul. That's his second. Mark, Dowling getting beat on the boards tonight by Southeast Polk. Uh, just uncharacteristically not going after the ball and then committing a foul on the basket. It's just uh, not been a Dowling effort that we have seen for a while. So Jock at the free throw line for the and one. The free throw is no good. Mayute Jock with five points tonight. He's one for three at the line. 35 seconds remaining, third quarter, 46-28, Southeast Polk leads Dowling. The Rams come in, as we mentioned, losing four in a row. Dowling comes in winning six in a row, and you never know it tonight. This has been two different teams. The Rams have knocked down nine three-pointers here. We haven't even finished the third quarter. Dowling trying for the last shot. Possession arrow favors Dowling. Rams with one team foul, Dowling with six. Now here's Stillwell in the corner to... Daniel, Drew's three-pointer no good. Ball stopped out of bounds by who? Omaha Ballou or Southeast Pole? Caggiano. They're going to stay here. Yeah, Caggiano knocked it out. He was battling Ballou that time. So two seconds, Mark. Plenty of time to get a shot off. It's one where you see Riggs get involved normally. Let's see if Ryan can finish it tonight. He's had had tough luck. They lob it into Riggs. He catches and shoots, and it's no good. And we end the... That third clock quarter never stopped. I mean, that that, that never, clock started. never started, Mark. Yeah. And it, it started now, and we've come to the end of three quarters of play with the score. Southeast Polk 46, Dowling 28. And we'll be back with the fourth quarter in one minute, along with Mike Swain, Mark Hamadale, here at the Dowling Gym tonight. And 
Southeast Polk leads Dowling 46-28 the end of three quarters here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Hi, this is Father Mitch Pacwa. And our Lord said if you give a cup of cold water to a disciple because he's a disciple, you get a disciple's reward. We thank you for your support of Catholic Radio because we are trying to be faithful disciples and we trust that as you are generous, our Lord will also reward you with a disciple's reward. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. Do you have a story? Well, God wants to hear it. Maybe you can't donate money or volunteer your time, but that doesn't mean that you can't evangelize for the Lord. Iowa Catholic Radio is on a mission of evangelization, and you can help by sharing your testimony with us. Just call 515-223-1150 and tell us how Iowa Catholic Radio has impacted your life. Or you can also email your testimony to contact at kwky.com. Welcome back to the Dowling Gym. As we start the fourth quarter, Southeast Polk leading Dowling 46-28. Michael Keel back in the lineup. He puts up a shot in the uh, the free throw line. No good on Dowling's first possession. Actually, it's blocked by James Glenn. Rebound comes out to Glenn. So not a good look, not a good start for the Maroons. And now Glenn turns the ball over. He tried to reverse pass that time to his teammate. and stolen away by Drew Daniel. Now Dowling in transition. Here is Drew Daniel. He'll launch the three. It's up, in and out, no good. He's been tough from the line tonight. Daniel held scoreless and we've got a ball knocked out of bounds and what do we got? A foul call I think they're going to call a foul on Omaha Baloo that time. We'll wait for our referee and you're right. Omaha picks up his third foul. Yeah, that's How about the 17 foul for Dowling, one team foul for Southeast Polk. And now they got to figure out who the shooter is and right now walking to the line for Southeast Polk is Mayu Jock. Yeah, that's that's who it should be. And he's a 36% free throw shooter, so if you're Dowling, that's the guy you want at the line, but that is the 17 foul on Dowling, one on the Rams here in the second half. Foul well, on another missed three mark by Dowling. Yeah, Drew Daniels struggled tonight. He has not scored and I think he's launched about four of those. First free throw good. Mayu gets the first one to fall for his sixth point. Tonight's game on Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Kemen, Dental Associates, and Construction Professionals. Second free throw is good. So Mayute Jock hits them both. He's got seven points to lead to for Southeast Polk off the bench. It's 48-28. The Rams by 20. If you can believe that. Largest lead of the night for Southeast Polk. Baloo dribbles baseline. Cut off. Double team. Gets it out to Riggs. Tries to go through and split the difference. Right between two bodies, and bodies hit the floor, and a foul on Southeast Polk. And let's see who they're going to get here. They might get Will Jones. I think that's right, Mark. I think they're going to get Will Jones. I'm really impressed by Southeast Polk, how they are playing on the ball defense and not allowing Dowling to get the ball into that paint area. That time it was a foul, but they have just been really good tonight. Well, they've come in with a game plan, and uh, Lord knows they've played in a very tough uh, conference as dribbling baseline is Riggs, and a foul called on Southeast Polk. This will be the third team foul on Southeast Polk. That'll be on Jock. That'll be his first. So Maroons win bound the ball. As Keel will throw it in underneath his own basket. Gets underneath the Riggs. It shot up. No good. Ball tipped around, and Strockel comes away with it, and a reach-in foul called on Glenn. And on James Glenn of Southeast Polk, that'll be his third. Well, 
officials looked at the scoreboard and thought this thing was seven to one. Let's, well, you don't think let's they even do that, that up a little bit. You don't bit. think they do that. That's just a. It's an old coaching, coaching. wives' tales. Is that what that is? It is. Uh, now traveling walk. on rigs. Saw that right in front of us. Well, and I, you know, at this point, Mark, you're down 20 with seven. I, I think what has to happen here, Delling's going to try and win these next three or four minutes. You're not. You're not obviously going to, at this point, this game. You're down looks, 20. Yeah, it looks out of hand, but try and get off to a good roll here uh, so you finish on a good note. All right, steal by Dowling. Rams can't get it out of the backcourt. Malou in the lane, and he travels with the basketball. So 7-0-1 remaining, and the Ram lead is 20, and they have the basketball, but the Maroons are the full-court press. Well, how many times have we seen Dowling get a turnover mark and then not being able to capitalize either with a turnover or a sloppy Shot, a good steal by Michael Keel, but again, just cannot. And a shot by Daniel, no good. The tip is good by Drew Daniel. That's his first basket. Full court pressure by Dowling. This time, the Rams get it across court, 48-30, with 6:40 remaining here in the fourth quarter from the Dowling gym. It's been all Southeast Polk tonight. The Rams led at halftime, 35-18, and Southeast good Polk outscored Dowling 11 to 10 in the third quarter. But here's Stillwell with the steal. His shot up and good. Matt Stillwell with his seventh point. And it's 48-32 Dowling or Southeast Polk over Dowling. Wow, if I and a timeout called by. Head coach Allen Jenkins and the Rams. This should be a full timeout, and we'll take one ourselves with 621 remaining here in the fourth quarter. Southeast Polk 48, Dowling 32 here in this boys' non-division game in the CIML. Back in one minute on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports 365 is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic with two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling Catholic graduate, and Dr. Todd Pedig. The Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at Ashworth and 60th Street in West Des Moines, 515-440-4610, online at ashworthvision.com. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides the best tax savings over any other charitable giving in the state. 65% of your contribution directly reduces your Iowa income tax liability. Plus, there are still federal deductibility options to further save on taxes. Find details online, ctoiowa.org. All this for the kids and their future. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym. Thanks for joining us tonight on Iowa Catholic Radio. Yes, Thursday night, boys basketball. As the two teams agreed to uh, move the game up from Friday to Thursday this year. Final regular season game, Dowling and Southeast Polk. And a whistle and a foul on Dowling in the backcourt on Matt Stillwell. Free throws coming for Southeast Polk. And going to the line will be Dominic Caggiano, 68% free throw shooter. And the Rams will be at the line the rest of the night here, Mike. Well, and Dallin's going to have to have some luck here, Mark. A couple misses and then capitalize on the other end. First free throw is good. Caggiano off the bench now with four points. 49-32, Southeast Polk. 6-15 remaining here in the fourth quarter. Again, both these teams moving on to sub-state action next week. Southeast Polk hosting Roosevelt at the Ram Gym. Second free throw no good by Caggiano. Rebound Dowling. The Maroons will 
play next Friday, a week from tomorrow, against the winner of Lewis Central Council Bluffs and Council Bluffs Jefferson game on Monday. Now here is Stillwell in the lane. His shot up, sits on the rim, and finally falls through. Maybe this is the, the title start changing here to foul on Southeast Polk. Well, that was the first time Matt Still has been able to capitalize on that drive. Southeast Polk has done such a good job on him. And he was able to get that to fall. And now, Mark, if you can complete that three-point play, and they're going to take Jock out. You and I were talking off air. That's yeah. who I would continue to foul if you could. But So Stillwell with the basket. He's got nine points tonight. Make it ten. Free throw is good by Matt. And it's 49-35. The Rams by 14. Pressure in the backcourt by Dowling. Bartlett double team. Gets it back to Glenn. Still in the backcourt. Here's Glenn. Count is on. And now Glenn's pass goes across the timeline to Bartlett. Now a near steal. And now a foul on Keel. Good hustle that time by Michael Keel. Yeah, that was. Picked up the foul. I don't know if you want to foul a, Glenn, though. It, no, you don't want to foul him. But it was a good, hard, aggressive play. There was nothing, no ill intent there. Fourth foul on Michael Keel. And Dowling with team foul number nine. So one and one. Coming up for Glenn, who's an 81% free throw shooter, the best on the team, and he's going to the line right now. He's played a really nice game, Mark. Been very under control, good floor game, and then, of course, he has been very good from the three-point line. Four threes tonight he's knocked down. That's been all his points, all 12s. First free throw good. Well, he hit a free throw. 13 points for James Glenn. Chase Bartlett has 14 points to lead Southeast Pope. The first two in double figures. Second free throw coming. The Rams tonight will be in the double bonus the rest of the way. His second free throw is good. Glenn with 14 points, 51-35. Southeast Polk with the lead over Dowling. 5.45 remaining fourth quarter. Keel with it over to Ballou in the corner to Daniel. Drew is struggling tonight from the field. To Ballou, down court. His shot off the glass too strong. Rebound goes off Riggs and rebounded by Stillwell. Now Daniel for three. It's off the mark, no good. And a whistle, and we're going to have a foul underneath on Southeast Polk, and that'll be on Malachi Williams, I believe. So Malachi, or check that Will Jones. Yeah, it's going to be on Jones, so that's four on him. And yes. Southeast Polk, only their 16th foul mark, so Dowling will inbound the ball. Maroon's inbounded. They get it to Riggs as Daniel throws it in. Tries to go to the corner. Can't do it. Now to Ballou for three in the right corner. It's up off the mark. No good. And rebound Southeast Polk and Goodman. Again, just done a great job tonight on the boards, Mark. Limiting Dowling's second chance opportunities. So Tate Goodman with oh, the... Wow. Uh, and now underneath, a two-on-one fast break and a layup good. Goodman's pass to Malachi Williams, and Williams scores his six points. Really surprised there was not a charge on Southeast Pope. Michael yep. Keogh did a great job that time, and Coach O'Connor is not happy. Now whistling a foul the other way on Southeast Polk. It'll be on Malachi Williams, his second. 17 foul on Southeast Polk, and one-on-one coming up for Dowling and Ryan Riggs. Riggs tonight just held to six points all in the first half. And his first free throw is good. Nice game on Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by our good friends at Mercy One. R&R Realty Group, the Catholic Tuition Organization, and Two Rivers Glass and Door. Along with Mike Swain, I'm Mark Amadale. Jeff Pickett is our studio producer on this Thursday night. Second free throw, no good. Daniel with the rebound. Drew put back is good. So Maroon's going to break there. Drew Daniel on the offensive boards. 
He's got four points. As Riggs went one for two at the line. It's 53-38, Southeast Polk. Down court, a layup good. Right through the traffic goes Caggiano. How about that? He split <laughs> Omaha Blue and Ryan Riggs. I don't even know how he got that ball up. Omaha was up there. I thought he might have got a piece of it, but he laid it off the glass and good. Nice job by Dominic Caggiano. 55-38, Southeast Polk. Now the Maroons throw it away. Mark, that's one of those coaches where you're like, no, no, no. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah go ahead and take that ball in. It just didn't look good from here, but he made it fall. As Strocko checking into the lineup for Dowling. Joe will replace Michael Keel, who has four fouls. 4.30 remaining here in the fourth quarter. 55-38, the final boys game before the sub-state start next week for Southeast Polk. It starts Monday for Dowling next Friday. Rams get it across the timeline. Nifty dribbling that time by Bartlett. He gets it to Glenn. Now to Caggiano. And he draws the foul. It'll be on Ballou. And on Omaha, that'll be his fourth. And a 10-team foul for Dowling. So going forward, Southeast Polk will be shooting two shots the rest of the game. No question about it. And to uh, mention the Rams and their sub-state, they have to get through Roosevelt on Monday at home. And they beat Roosevelt early in the year by one point. The free throw is good by Caggiano. And the winner of that game will take on and travel to Ankeny Centennial, the number one seed and uh, sub-state six for Southeast Polk. Second free throw by Caggiano. Rolls around the rim and falls through. He's got eight points. Substitution, Malachi Williams for Southeast Polk will check out. And back in is the guy you were wanting back in, Mayut Jock. Well, the, I think it's a little too late, Mark, at this point. 19-point lead with four minutes to go. 57-38, Southeast Polk by 19 over Dowling. Now, skip pass from Daniel to Ballou. It's stolen away by Glenn, and they say he traveled as he came down with the, uh, the errant pass. He intercepted the pass, but he came down and he traveled. Oh, good effort by Glenn. Just poor decision by Dowling trying to make a cross-court pass from the baseline. And this is going to have an empty feeling for the Maroons. They're off eight days until they... Uh, That's what you worry about, Mark. You really do. And the Maroons are going to face their next opponent, either Lewis Central or Council Bluffs Jefferson, a week from tomorrow, and they have not seen them play. Here's Daniel for a long three. It's in and out no good. Tip by Riggs, no good. Into the hands of Ballou, and his shot is blocked, but out of bounds. And... A foul called on Southeast Polk and Baluda to the free throw line as Caggiano picks up the foul. And Omaha Baluda to the line. He's got four fouls and nine points. And he'll get two shots here. 18 foul on Southeast Polk. They say Omaha was in the act of shooting. It's good to see him in his usual jersey tonight, 40. It was missing in action for about two and a half weeks. You haven't had jerseys missing, have you, for a while there? Uh, no, I haven't. Back that's... in the day. <laughs> Inventory time. Yeah, that, that was always. <laughs> Ten just, points You for cross Blue. your fingers, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> Second free throw is good by Baloo. Omaha with 11 points. And it's 57-40. Southeast Polk by 17 over Dowling. Rams have 18 fouls. Dowling with 10. Timeouts remaining. Rams have three. Dowling has two. Fresh in the backcourt by the Maroons. Here's Glenn with it. Still in the backcourt. Close to a 10 count. And stolen away by Stillwell. Bad pass by Goodman. And Stillwell lays it through. No con- or contact. I believe that was not a foul. And Stillwell lays it in. He's got 12 points. Now Rams inbound the ball. They get it across the timeline. They go down court. Layup up. No good. Caggiano draws the foul. This will be on Riggs. 
And now the Maroons are saying, hey, what about the contact with Stillwell that wasn't called? That's where you'd like to see Ryan Riggs just just take a charge. He was, Casiano was out of control, could have stepped in and taken a charge and didn't do it. Yeah, good point. Instead, Riggs draws foul number two. And free throws coming for Casiano. First one, no good. It may have worked out. Eight points for Casiano off the bench. He's a part-time starter. He and... Uh, Take Goodman kind of share that fifth spot. And the second free throw by Dominic is good. So he goes one for two. He has nine points. Substitution for Southeast Polk. They're going to re-enter to the lineup. Malachi Williams sitting down will be Mayut Jock. So they get some good minutes out of Jock tonight. Yes, they have. And he's been productive. I got him down for seven points off the bench. Came in averaging five and a half. 58-42. Southeast Polk by 16. Dowling with the ball. Blue, corner three from the left side. Good. Nothing but the bottom of the net. And that's a to me and Sons three-pointer for Omaha Blue. He's got 14 points. Pressure in the backcourt. Rams inbound the ball. They get it Casiano across the timeline. Here's Glenn with it. Runes not fouling right now as we approach the three-minute mark. Here is Bartlett for three on the right side. No good. Rebound Straco. I really question that shot, Ooh. Mark. I don't know what you're doing. To, but not taking, turning the ball over here. Not taking it to the not taking it to the basket is what they're not doing. And Southeast Polk pays for it. Ball loose on the floor. Straco comes out on top of it. And they're going to call a tie ball, tied up ball and no. a, a jump ball, rather. No, they're going to. They, they got Dowling with a timeout. So good job by Coach O'Connor oh. saving that jump ball because that would have been Southeast yeah. Polk's ball, Mark. 58-45 is our score. We'll take a one-minute break. 2.56 remaining in the fourth quarter. And the Rams lead it by 13. Dowling will have the basketball when we return to the Dowling Gym on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up. Heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals. Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, Dr. Christine Mulcahy, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. And welcome back to the Dowling Gym. Uh, Dowling coming out of the timeout, a long three up, no good by Stillwell. Ball loose in the floor, and now we've got a jump ball called, I believe, as bodies hit the floor. Baloo's down at the bottom. And we got a timeout, Southeast Polk. It wasn't a jump ball. We'll keep it here with 2.39 remaining in the fourth quarter. Southeast Polk 58, Dowling 45. Stillwell missed a three. The ball landed in the hands of Omaha Blue for Dowling, but he couldn't control it. Ball got slapped around, and Southeast Polk came away with a timeout, and it'll be their possession, a dead ball underneath their own basket. Underneath well, the Dowling basket. Yeah, a, a wide-open look again by Dowling and not able to capitalize. And You just worry, Mark, that this shooting, this three-point shooting, is eventually going to catch up with, with Dowling. Just have struggled so far this year from beyond the arc. 
Reminder, the uh, Iowa Catholic Radio Spring Carathon is going on right now all week. Tomorrow is the final day, 515-223-1150. If you'd like to donate to Iowa Catholic Radio, it is tax deductible. Keep that in mind. Men's conference this sun, this Saturday down at the Embassy Suites. You can go online at iowacatholicradio.com. For tickets, there are $20. Matt Campbell, the featured speaker. Now, by the timeout, the Rams inbound the ball. It's poked away. Stillwell with the steal. Now Keel has it. Keel leaves it for Daniel in the lane. Jump style up and his shot no good. Rolls off the rim. That has been the night Dowling's had. Rebound out to Southeast Polk. Now the Rams trying to get it across timeline. Kajiano does with 2.15 remaining. Now back to Will Jones, who's guarded by Daniel. Uh, Tough break for the Maroons. That That could have been 11 points and just could not get the layup to fall. The Rams playing, playing keep away. Couple guards, kind of like that, uh, the four corner, but it's really not a four corner. But they uh, have their lineup that way. One man in the middle and four. Now Kajiano almost loses it. Finally gets it over to Bartlett. Not a Glenn. Let's see if the Maroons foul. Now uh, backdoor cut and a layup up, and it's blocked. And they're going to call goaltending on Omaha Balut as he blocked it off the rim. Uh, that was a great find by Bartlett. Underneath. The basket will be credited to Malachi Williams. That'll be his eighth point. Straka will check out for Dowling. And checking into the Dowling lineup will be Daniel was in. Was it Michael Michael Keel checking Michael back, in? back in? Okay. Yeah. So Maroon's going with Michael Keel, Drew Daniel, Omaha Blue, Ryan Riggs, and Matt Stillwell. Here's Riggs with it. Drives down the lane, gets in the corner to Drew Daniel for three. It's up. Good. To me, it's Suns three-pointer. First one tonight for Drew Daniel. He now has seven points. 60 to 48. Rams by 12. They throw it away right off the hands of Will Jones as the inbounds pass from Glenn goes off Jones' shoulder. Right. The second time that Jones has had that happen to him. Just just dropped it. Uh, that was a great pass by Glenn. But Dowling's got an opportunity here, Mark. A three-pointer gets this thing under nine. But could get it in single digits yeah. with a three. But you know what? They just need to basket. Minute 30 remaining. Dowling down 12. Here is Keel with it. Michael dribbles the right side. Set play for Daniel. Drew can't get the shot off. Gets it to Ballou. His three-pointer up and in and out no good. Rebound comes out to Will Jones and Southeast Polk. Jones dribbles out of it. Gets in the front court and a foul on Keel, and that'll be his fifth. So Michael will foul out of the game with five points. With a minute 15 remaining. Well, it's really been the difference, Mark, tonight. Dowling with wide-open threes, can't convert, and Southeast Polk with wide-open threes, and they were able to hit those. And that's that's really the story of their ball game. Two shots the rest of the way for Southeast Polk as uh, Dowling is over the 10-foul limit. So a double bonus for the Rams. This will be their 11th and 12th free throw of the night. First one up and good by Will Jones. Will with seven points. He had all six of his points in the first half. This is his first point of the second half. Second free throw coming. As he eyed the bucket, and it is no good. Rebound Dowling and Ryan Riggs. As they tried to substitute Mayute Jock, but you can only do that on a made free throw. So Dowling with the basketball. Here's Stillwell going around the corner and draws the foul. It'll be the ninth team foul on Southeast Polk. It'll be on Malachi Williams. will pick up the foul, his third. I think they may have called that on the floor, Mark. I think Matt Stillwell's going to shoot a one-and-one, one, I believe. That's what I saw the, the official. 
All right, Jock will replace Williams. And, and it is a one and one. It is. I see that now with our officials tonight. Randy Rydell, Jason Back, and Mark Jensen, our three-man officiating crew in this boys' varsity game, the only one going on. Tomorrow night, the rest of the uh, CIML boys have their season finale. Free throw no good by Stillwell. Ball kept alive. And the Maroons keep it. Here's Strocco underneath the balloon. He loses it on the way up. And the rebound comes out to Southeast Polk and Malachi Williams. And a whistle and a foul on Dowling will be on Strocko, his second. Tough break for the Maroons. Ballou loses the ball on the way up. How many times, Mark, have we seen that ball just inside, shot inside two or three feet, ball rolls out. That time Omaha Ballou inside the paint, ball just flies out of his hand. Uh, it's just been sort of the story of the night. Well, you got to credit Southeast Polk. They've come here on the road, losing four in a row, and seeing Dowling playing well, and they have responded well. Free throw is good by Will Jones on the front end of a two-shot bonus. Tomorrow night, they'll have Roosevelt at Johnson. These are all boys-only games. Roosevelt at Johnson, that game will get underway at 6.15. Hoover at Valley, that game gets underway at 7.15. The rest are all 7.45 starts. Lincoln at Ankeny Centennial, North at Waukee, Mason City at Ankeny, and Marshalltown at Urbandale, and East at Ames. Those are all boys-only games tomorrow night. Dowling and Southeast Polk obviously are not playing tomorrow. And Ottumwa is also off tomorrow night. So that's a look at the games. Final minute, 63-48. As Dowling with it in the lane. Stillwell shot, no good. And a whistle in the backcourt foul. Andrew Lynch picks up the foul. And Malachi Williams going to the free throw line. Well, Matt Stillwell, very frustrated. Just has not been able to get the calls tonight. He, he's so used to getting inside that paint mark and being effective and drawing contact. And, Again, there's been some contact tonight, but they've let him play for the most part, and obviously Matt frustrated. Free throws coming for Southeast Polk, and the double bonus. Williams misses the first free throw. Malachi Williams. I want to thank our friends from Southeast Polk. Thanks to our athletic director, Jason Campbell, and Amy Dawson, and Darren Carpenter back at the athletic office in Southeast Polk for helping our broadcast. And, of course, head coach Alan Jenkins says Williams' second free throw is no good. Rebound Dowling. Strocko with it in the corner. Gets it to Ballou. His three-pointer in the left corner. No good. Rebound still well. Matt tracks it down. A long three coming up. And bounces through. To be in sense three-pointer by Matt Stillwell. He's got 15 points. 25 seconds remaining. 63-51. Now a steal by Drew Daniel. And a foul in the backcourt on Southeast Polk. Be on Will Jones. And I believe he's just fouled out. He'll fall out with nine points. Uh, Coach O'Connor is going to empty his bench here, Mark, with 21 seconds to go, down 12. So with 21 seconds remaining, the Rams will lose a player, and that is uh, Will Jones, 6'2", junior. Finished tonight with nine points, came in averaging eight and a half points and four rebounds. And he'll check out, replaced by Tate Goodman. Free throws coming for Dowling. That is a 10th team foul on Southeast Polk. So the double bonus and two free throws for Drew Daniel. As Ballou will check out, so will Stillwell, so will Lynch for Dowling Catholic. Strocko also checking out. And Daniel's free throw, no good. He'll get another. Been a tough night for the Maroons, and you got to hand all the credit to Southeast Polk. They came in here like... 
Remember, they lost to Waukee at the Waukee Gym by one this year. They're they're battle-tested. They just haven't put things together tonight. They put everything together. Daniel's second free throw, in and out, no good. And that kind of night for Drew Daniel, missed both free throws. Rebound Rams, 20 seconds remaining. 63-51, Southeast Polk. And they're going to come away and snap a four-game losing streak. And this has been the first time in six years that the Rams have defeated Dowling as the Maroons came in winning 12 of the last 13. Final score, 63-51, Southeast Polk defeats Dowling. So the end of the regular season for both of these teams. One team's going out with a pretty sweet taste in their mouth, and that's Southeast Polk. The Maroons, they got eight days to think about it, and that's not good as they enter postseason play, Mike Swain. No question, Mark. The first half allowing eight three-pointers by Southeast Polk just dug Dowling in too much of a hole, and they were able to get it to, you know, right around 12-13 in that second half. But every time Southeast Polk needed a, a play to sort of get the momentum back, they were able to make it, and Dowling was not. There were several times where Dowling got steals and, and just could not capitalize, missing a lot of inside shots, uh, free throws, and then, of course, the three-point percentage tonight was not good. Certainly wasn't, and Southeast Polk with the win. They finished the regular season with a uh, record of 12-9. and nine. They finished 7-3 and three in that tough Iowa conference that includes the Valley Tigers and the Waukee Warriors. Dowling closed out its regular season with a record of 14-7, and seven, and they finished 6-4 and four in the Central Conference. And that uh, loss snaps a six-game Dowling winning streak. And the Rams, with the win, snap a four-game losing streak. We'll be back with the post-game show from the Dowling Gym tonight, Thursday night high school boys basketball, the season finale. And it's Southeast Polk with the win over Dowling by the score of 63-51. We'll be back, and we'll start our post-game show after these messages here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics. Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org. The home and away voice of Dallin Catholic Sports and Activities, Iowa Catholic Radio. KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. And welcome back to the Dowling Gym. Final score tonight, Southeast Polk gets a road win over Dowling, 63-51, snapping the Dowling six-game winning streak. The Rams snap a four-game losing streak, and Head coach Alan Jenkins and uh, the Southeast Polk Rams battle-tested with their uh, their conference, Mike, and it showed they came into the Dowling Gym. And unfortunately, that's where some teams have picked up some wins here. That, that five-game losing streak that Dowling had midway through the year, a lot of those losses were right here. I think four of those five losses were here at the Dowling Gym. So the Maroons have not done a 
pretty good. Not 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 done a good job taking care of their home court, but more more importantly, not playing well tonight after coming off a road win at Lincoln on Tuesday. They did not carry have any carryover from that game. No, I agree, Mark. And I thought early on, Southeast Polk's defense really sort of set the tone. They did not let Dowling drive into the paint and force Dowling to play an outside perimeter game. And if you can do that, Dowling's not been effective from the three-point line, and that's sort of what happened. And then you couple that fact with Southeast Polk's defense playing well, not allowing Dowling second-chance opportunities, and then coming down and converting, making eight three-pointers in that first half. It's unbelievable. And they stretch this lead, and then, you know, give give Southeast Polk a lot of credit. They were poised in that second half when Dowling tried to make a run. They always had an answer. I, I thought they just played very uh, calm and, and cool and collected, and it was just a, a really solid win for Southeast Polk. And if you're if you're the Rams, you've got to feel pretty good uh, going into your, your sub-state with a win like this over Dowling on the road. It's going to give these kids a lot of confidence. And on the other locker room, Mark, there is no good loss. I, I don't care what people say. The losses are bad. And, and that this is not a good loss. I mean, and, and Dowling's right, going to have to really refocus – um, I, the message I think needs to be to these kids, you know, you get a tomorrow, okay? But starting next week, there is no tomorrow. You lose, and your season is finished. And, and they need to come out with a better effort than what they did uh, tonight. Well, unfortunately, efforts like this we've seen a few times this mm-hmm. year, and uh, you do, you can't, you know, every game you got to go in and play hard, as we all know. And for Dowling, this is not the night to to take off. It was a a non non division game in the CIML, and the Rams come here. They're battle-tested. We mentioned their close losses that they didn't close out, but tonight they got off to a great start, and uh, they finished nine three-pointers. They had eight of those threes in the first half. They only had one in the second half. That was early in the third quarter. They did not have, uh, let's see, any others after that is what I have totaled, but they did go 13-22 at the free-throw line. Not a best night for uh, Southeast Polk at the, at the line, but enough to seal the deal here when they've got the Maroons in the double bonus uh, in that second half. Mark, there are opportunities. Uh, Southeast Polk turned the ball over uh, in, in that second half. They, they weren't great from the foul line, but Dowling could not capitalize. We talked about how many times did we see the ball just roll off on a, on a layup. I, I think back to even Matt Stilwell on a breakaway where he missed mm-hmm. a layup. Drew Daniel True. had a really tough night uh, inside. Several shots that Omaha Baloo normally makes rolled in and out. So it was just a tough shooting night and uh, just not the way you want to close out going into sub-state play. We talked about trying to be on a roll. Dowling coming in six in a row. And, and to go out like this, I'm sure Coach O'Connor, this is, this is going to be one of those losses that uh, is going to stick with him for a little bit here. Um, but, you know, again, the great thing is, Mark, there is a tomorrow. Yeah. Dowling gets to come back and practice. And uh, so, you know, hopefully they can get that cha- changed around. But I thought it was interesting. You mentioned last year about how Southeast Pope, you know, only lost to Dowling by eight and four last year. Mm-hmm. They've really been competitive with yeah. Dowling. And, and clearly they came in uh, with a little chip on their shoulder tonight and did a nice job. Well, certainly what Coach uh, Jenkins told me beforehand, he said this is our first winning season since Coach Windhorse, who's here tonight, uh, uh, since he left uh, Southeast Polk. They have not had a winning season since, and this is their first year, and now they've won 12 games, so they're, they were sure to winning season before that. But uh, nice job by, uh, by what Coach Jenkins has done. And, of course, his dad's a longtime Hall of Fame coach at Atlantic, where he played. Matter of fact, he played with Brett Meyer, uh, the uh, quarterback that played for your team up north, that Iowa State team. Uh, he, Iowa State Cyclones, Brett won, Meyer, absolutely. They won a state title in the, in high school football in Class 3A 
back in uh, 2003 or 2004. Let me see here. His dad went in the Hall of Fame in 2004, and he was on that 2003 Atlantic, 2002 state championship Atlantic team. Brett Meyer was a quarterback, and there's one of the receivers right there, and Coach Jenkins' is, uh, son, Allen, who's now the head coach here at, at Southeast Polk. We've done a great job, and he knows what he had to do. He had to kind of, you know, get it back to what B.J. had, and that, that was tough. That's always tough to do. Wherever B.J.'s went, he's won, and uh, they've gotten that. And last year there were close losses, and they, they had a uh, losing season last year, but they knocked off Valley, and they lost to Dowling by four to go to state. So they, they you can see it coming. The tide has turned now, but yet – they're a team that faces Valley and Waukee twice during the regular season, and that's never easy. I know they have Mesa City, Fort Dodge, and Marshalltown also on the schedule, but when you have to go to Valley and you have to go to Waukee and have them come to your place twice a year, it's going to make you better, or you can just fold, and, and they haven't folded. And hats off to Southeast Polk tonight. Well, and there's an opportunity, right, Mark? I believe that they may face Centennial in that second round, the number one team in the state. That's true. Correct. So uh, if I'm Coach Fontana, I am taking notice of this team. I, I certainly would not overlook what Southeast Polk has done. A lot of credit to these kids, how well they played and how hard they played tonight. Well, the Rams' next game will be this Monday night, first round of the boys' sub-state, and they're in sub-state number six. And they're going to take on Des Moines-Roosevelt, 7 o'clock tip-off. That'll be at the uh, Southeast Polk Gymnasium. And uh, Southeast Polk defeated Roosevelt at home earlier this year, 48-47, back in December 6th. And uh, you know all about this, uh, a team that you weren't, you were only supposed to play once, now you're going to play him twice. So you kind of forget about that, and, you know, Roosevelt game's over with. You're back into your season. And Coach Jenkins is thinking, now i got to get, you know, recouped for Roosevelt. We saw them, very athletic team. Yeah. They can play. And uh, your buddy, Adam Daly, is the head coach there. And this will be an uh, interesting film study with both of them. Absolutely. It's amazing because they – they played each other the first game of the season, isn't that right, Mark? Early, it was Early back in on. December. Yeah. yeah, so a lot of things have changed with both teams, but mm-hmm. uh, it will be interesting to see if, if Coach Daly can can get Roosevelt to, to come in and give a great effort against the Southeast Polk team. It's exciting, all these matchups. I mean, this they is are. your season's on the line, Mark. This is this is what we play for. It's it, I think it's the best time of year. It is, and you've got to remember, seniors, this could be their last game next week. Next week will be somebody's last game. Uh, tonight, Southeast Polk, they dress four seniors. Dowling dressing five. Well, next week, either next Monday or next Friday, somebody's going to be playing their last game, potentially, and you got to keep that in mind as you mo- move the postseason. Uh, but, uh, again, the winner of the Dowling, or rather the Southeast Polk-Roosevelt game on Monday at Southeast Polk, the winner of that game will face uh, Centennial at Centennial on Friday, February 28th. For Dowling, they have a bye on Monday, and they will face the winner of the Lewis Central Council Bluffs Jefferson game on Monday night. That game will be at Lewis Central. They have the higher-seeded team, and uh, the Runes will host that game uh, on on Friday, uh, February 28th at the uh, Dowling Gym. On the other side of Dowling's bracket, well, Hoover and Urbandale are going to battle Monday. The winner of that game goes to the number one seed in Dowling's bracket, and that is Council Bluffs Lincoln, ranked number eight and only with one loss to a Nebraska team. They have run the table in the state of Iowa on that western side of the state, and uh, that sets up a potential showdown. But you never know. Hoover and Riverdale, you go on the road, well, they're going to be traveling into a hornet's nest over there in Council Bluffs. Hoover only lost to Lincoln by, by four earlier right. on this year. Right. So uh, Courtney Anderson's group's more than capable, Always if they can better. advance against Urbandale, more than capable of going and, and, and beating Lincoln. We're going to take a break here on the postgame show. We're from the Dowling Gym tonight, the final regular season game. And it was Southeast Polka winner tonight, 63-51. They snap a four-game losing streak. And Dowling snaps a six-game winning streak with the loss. But, again, it was Southeast Polk defeating Dowling Boys 63-51. And we'll be back with final comments and 
recap scoring in tonight's contest here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports is provided by Two Rivers Glass and Door, creating commercial glass and aluminum storefronts. Also serving your home needs by creating custom frameless shower doors, mirrors, glass tabletops, and specialty glass. Two Rivers Glass and Door, design, fabrication, and installation. 515-222-4860. Online at tworiversglass.com. Two Rivers Glass and Door, serving imaginations since 1992. Thank you to Tamiya & Sons for your support of Dowling Catholic High School basketball. Tamiya & Sons is an Italian family restaurant with old country authentic Italian food. Enjoy the local atmosphere where you may even spot a priest, politician, or even Willie Farrell. Take advantage of Tamiya & Sons bocce ball court with the kids while enjoying Tamiya's homemade bread, pasta, and real Italian homemade desserts. Tamiya & Sons is located on Southeast 1st Street, just south of downtown Des Moines and around the corner from Graziano Brothers. 515-282-7976. TamiyaAndSons.net. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym. Yes, it's Thursday night, and yes, it's high school basketball. The only game all year we've had a Thursday night game. Usually, you know, we have snow outs and weather-related delays, and it's been postponed. Well, we had that once or twice, and it's been on a Saturday and on a Monday, but never on a Thursday. And tonight, it's Dowling and Southeast Polk, but not good for the Maroons as uh, Southeast Polk comes away with the win 63-51 as folks are leaving here at the Dowling Gym as they move the game up for a couple reasons. One, the two teams met last year. They're kind of in that CIML cycle of games, so it's a two-year cycle of basketball. And uh, both Coach O'Connor and Coach uh, Jenkins at Southeast Polk say, hey, we both could be playing on a Monday night. Let's move it up to Thursday. Plus, Southeast Polk wrestling team doing very well at the state wrestling tournament going on right now. Said, hey, we, our kids are good day off school tomorrow and let's go down and let's play it on Thursday and then it carried over to this year not for the same reasons Dowling's got eight days off I don't think Mike was but uh, he saw what what potential it could have but now the Maroons have eight days off to think about this loss here so that's another thing you can throw into this Mike yeah that's going to be a little tough I I'm all for Thursday games but the good news for Dowling is they don't have another Thursday game because this was not the Thursday game that they wanted to play so uh it'll all be uh, Friday, Tuesdays from here on out. That's true. And uh, our next broadcast on Iowa Catholic Radio will be the girls' regional game. Uh, it'll be a regional semifinal, Dowling hosting Des Moines Lincoln this Saturday night, so two days away. And tip off at 5. We'll go on at 4.45. They moved all the regional finals up from 7 to 5 p.m. this Saturday. So keep that in mind if you're following the team in high school girls' basketball. We'll be on the air. Steve Devenny will join me. He's going to make the bump up. He was the official scorer tonight was Mr. Devenny. He's going to sit right next to you on uh, Saturday. I think he can make that move. He's, he's more than capable of doing that. So <laughs> He's done it a few times. That's right. And a reminder, uh, next up for Southeast Polk, your season is complete in boys basketball. They finished with a record of 12-9, and 7-3 and three in Iowa Conference play, and uh, they will host Des Moines Roosevelt this Monday, February 24th, in Substate 6 at the uh, Southeast Polk Gym. And the winner of that game will travel to number one Centennial uh, on Friday, February 28th. For Dowling Catholic, the Maroons have a bye on Monday. They will host the winner of Lewis Central and Council Bluffs Jefferson game on Monday. They will host it on uh, Friday, February 28th here at the Dowling Gym. That's where I'll see you next, Mike. And tip off at 7. We'll go on the air at 645. And the interesting eight days off for Dowling and how Coach O'Connor and the coaching staff handle the young men who finished their regular season with a record of 14-7 and seven and 6-4 and four in the Central Conference. No question about it. They're going to have to work on some things on their own, and then obviously, uh, you know, probably going to scout uh, on Monday sure. and, and see 
who their opponent is going to be and then get ready for a, a tough game on, on Friday night. All right, Mr. Swain, enjoy the week. We'll see you next uh, week from Friday, all right? Sounds good, Mark. Thanks a lot. Mike Swain, my broadcast partner, and that will begin to wrap things up from the Dowling Gym. Let's go through the final scoring tonight, first of all, for the visitors from Southeast Polk, who, again, improved their record to 12-9. Uh, and nine. They close out the regular season, and they snap a four-game losing streak. And the Rams had two players that led them in scoring. James Glenn with 14 points. He had nine at halftime and finished with 14. And Chase Bartlett, he finished with 14 points. He had 12 at halftime and hit two free throws in the second half for his 14. Nine points each for uh, Will Jones, who fouled out with 21 seconds remaining for the Rams. And Dominic Kajic, nine. Eight points for Malachi Williams. Off the bench, Mayute Jock with seven points for the Rams and two points for the starter, Tate Goodman. Uh, Southeast Polk tonight went 13 of 22 from the free throw line. For Dowling Catholic, the Maroons had two players in double figures, led by Matt Stilwell with 15 points. He had 13 of those 15 points in the second half. 14 points for Omaha Ballou. He had nine of his 14 points in the second half. And rounding out scoring for Dowling, Ryan Riggs with seven points. Drew Daniel with seven points. And three points for Matt Riedel off the bench. Five points for Michael Keel. The Maroons went 11 of 18 at the free throw line. And let's wrap this up with uh, quarter scoring as Southeast Polk jumped out to an 18 to 10 first quarter lead. And uh, they outscored Dowling in the uh, second quarter 17 to 8 as the Rams led it by the score of 35 18 at halftime. And both teams in the third quarter, Southeast Polk outscored Dowling 11 to 10. It was 46 28. Southeast Polk going into the fourth quarter. And uh, Dowling outscoring Southeast Polk in the fourth quarter, 23-17. But the Rams win it 63-51. That'll wrap up our broadcast tonight from the Dowling Gym. Again, we'll be back here on Saturday night, 5 o'clock tip-off, 445 pregame, Dowling and Lincoln in girls' regional semifinal game. We want to thank everybody here at Dowling Catholic High School, including uh, our halftime guest, Matt Maynard, the principal here at Dowling, as they have their parent-teacher conferences going on right now, Athletic Director Tom Wilson, uh, Mary Pick, Michael Connor back in the athletic office, and I want to thank our studio producer tonight, Jeff Piggott, and the executive director of Iowa Catholic Radio, and that is Tony Calumet. Reminder, the Spring Carathon final day is tomorrow, 515-223-1150. If you'd like to donate to Iowa Catholic Radio, it is tax deductible, and you have an opportunity to do that. We also want to thank our business underwriters and supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio as we broadcast Dowling Sports in our 43rd year. Our thanks to the Southeast Polk folks, including head coach Alan Jenkins. Congratulations to Alan on the win tonight. And his athletic director, Jason Campbell, Amy Dawson, Darren Carpenter back in the athletic office. Our next broadcast will be Saturday night, February 22nd, as the Dowling girls uh, have their first game in regional semifinal. Lincoln and Dowling will be on the air at 445 Saturday afternoon, tip off at 5. Join us for the broadcast. Steve Devenny will join me for the call here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Again, the final score for the final time of the Southeast Polk boys defeating Dowling 63-51 to here at the Dowling Gym. The Rams inclu- uh, conclude their regular season with a record of 12-9. and Dowling falls to 14-7 and and concludes their regular season. And a uh, reminder, our next broadcast will be Saturday night. Once again, for our studio producer, Jeff Piggott, I'm Mark Amadale. Thanks for joining us here for Iowa Catholic Radio's coverage of Dowling Catholic Sports. From the Dowling Gym, wishing you a have, having a safe and blessed faith-filled evening.
Our coverage of Dowling Catholic High School basketball is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, the Catholic Tuition Organization, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, Mercy One, and Tamiya and Sons. Please support the businesses that underwrite Iowa Catholic Radio on 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, streaming at iowacatholicradio.com and on the Iowa Catholic Radio app. The proceeding has been a Dallin Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio.